Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Title time. That's coming right up. But right now, it's time to say, wake up, America. Oh, I love that sound. Yes, it is Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. And you know what? We're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit GEICO.com for a free Great quote. Here he is. I can't wait. I wait all week long for this. My partner, my friend, the man running across country. Yes, he is. He's the hardest working man in radio today. The brains of this outfit. The one, the only. Mr. Brian. No. Hello, B. How are you? What's going on, Andy Furman? Glad to be here with you. I am live in Los Angeles today. I hope you're live. Yeah. I hope you're live, really. I'm live. Not alive. Live. Live in Los Angeles, you know? That's where What's I'm at. What's the deal with you? You're like touring the country like a tour guide. What's the, you spin a dial and you decide what city you're going to be in one day? I mean, come on. What's the deal? Who are you running from? The law. I've just come right out and say it. It's the law. That's it's okay. That's yeah. fine. The authorities. You know? It's okay. I'm running from those UCF honks. You know, I got to keep them guessing. Sometimes they hate the truth and they come after me, you know, so I got to keep them guessing. That's right. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's in the past. That's dead and buried UCF. Oh, they really. haven't forgotten. They have not really? forgotten. Yeah. Wow. I got to stay off the radar. Wow. 
So you had a good week? Everything yeah, man. good? Life's yeah, good. good to go. How about you, Andy Furman? How's everything going? Everything's wonderful. You know, weather's getting a little cold here, but it's good. It's ball weather, as you would say. And yesterday was a great day. But you know what? After the day is over, and I love the games. I really enjoy just watching the games. And then I said to myself, you know, what's the big deal? What do we learn? That's the thing. That's the thing in life. After you accomplish something or do something, what did we actually learn yesterday after watching those games? You know, you watch Ohio State and you watch Wisconsin. Wisconsin's, you know, giving them the business in the first half. They end up losing 34-21. And I said to myself after the game, it's no big whoop. I mean, Ohio State's going anyway. And where's Wisconsin going to go even if they won that game? What's, What's happening? It was a great game, but they folded like a deck of cards. Yeah, I mean, as far as what we learned, we learned that Oklahoma is going to be the final playoff team. By default. Yeah, we learned that. I, Oklahoma has one loss, you know? It was a, a loss to Kansas State, and they did have some close wins. I know they were trailing Baylor by twenty-eight by 25 points. They were down 28-3. to three. So it's not a sparkling body of work. It seems like there are three teams and then a drop-off to the fourth team, whoever that was going to be, whether it was Oklahoma or someone else. So we learned that Oklahoma is going to be the final team of that four mixture. But outside of that, I still think LSU should be number one. I think their body of work is better. We said this. This is one thing that you and I have agreed on, like, you know, 1,000%. Of the things that we don't agree on, there's a lot, believe me. But I said it. You said it last week. LSU, the way they dropped Georgia yesterday and the way Ohio State kind of stumbled, at least in that first half against Wisconsin, LSU deserves to be number one. And I'm going to go one step further. Clemson deserves to be number two. Clemson may very well be the best team out of the four. And what we learned, his what I learned, at least we have here, I don't care what order they put them in, but it should be LSU, Clemson, Ohio State, and Oklahoma. We have the four best teams in the land going to the championship. We have the four best teams. That's it. I don't know about that. It's. I think we do. I mean, it's one of these deals, Andy, where you can make a great argument. Not. I, I argue for resume. I think we have the four best resumes that are going to be in the college football playoff, and that's fine. As far as the four best teams, your guess is as good as mine about who that fourth team is. Right. I don't know that it's Oklahoma. It could be somebody else. Um, but they've got the the best resume of the rest. You know, we've got the top three. Those guys are undefeated. They're in. No questions asked. Boom. Easy. As far as that fourth team, I know that Oklahoma is the best. has the best resume. I don't know that they're the fourth best team. I, well, I, just I would say that. this, that, you know, you talk about backing into the Final Four, you know, thanks to Utah's loss on Friday to Oregon, that opened the door for Oklahoma, and the, what slammed the door shut for Oklahoma getting in was the failure of Wisconsin in their second half against Ohio State yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, ugly, ugly for Utah against Oregon. They got absolutely bulldozed. And that's where I go back to, Andy. That's basically what I'm alluding to. I think there's a tendency to say, look at Oklahoma's resume. Mm -hmm. And after they beat Baylor, you're like, oh, no doubt, no doubt. They're one of the four best teams in the country. Well, before Utah played Oregon, there were a lot more people that were higher on Utah. If they won that game, people are saying, not everybody, but there were a lot saying they're in, no questions asked. And all of a sudden, they go out and they get the doors blown off of them by Oregon, and that completely changes how you view them as a team. And I think it's similar with Oklahoma. I don't know that Oklahoma is 
that good, like no doubt one of the top four teams right, in the right. country. But resume-wise, they deserve yeah, to be it in might there. Be, and also, they stumbled. They, they had a tough time putting Baylor away. Yeah. That was an overtime game yesterday, 30-24. But, you know, you and I certainly agree we walk hand-in-hand, hand, LSU number one. But there's one person on God's green earth, green earth that says that Ohio State should be number one. He's the coach of Ohio State, Ryan Day. Take a listen to him. Coach? Well, this is the first goal. We had to win the Big Ten Championship. And we knew at the end of the, of the season it was going to be this, this road of three tough games. And the way, to see the way that we finished, and I don't know who's got a better resume than we and, and, and the entire country and the way we yeah. played from front to bottom. But I think we deserve to be number one in the country. No, you don't. Oh, no, man. LSU deserves it better. LSU's had a better resume. They've had a better body of work. And like you said, Andy, just look at last night. Look at yesterday. You had LSU just absolutely destroy Georgia, who's no doormat. If Georgia and Wisconsin play, Georgia might very well win that game. But LSU crushes Georgia. And then you had Ohio State down by two touchdowns at halftime? And they come back and they beat Wisconsin. But there's no doubt LSU was way more impressive. And I think even before those championship games yesterday. I still think LSU's body of work before yesterday was better. And then and including yesterday, play. it's a no-doubter. I agree with that. And it's all about, we said this ad nauseum, it was who they played. I mean, you talk about Ohio State. Yeah, they had that undefeated season, but they played the Maryland's of the world, the Rutgers of the world. And that's not their fault. That's their conference, okay? But you look at the conference that LSU was in and who they had to battle, and, and their wins were more impressive against better teams. It's, it's easy. Yeah. It really is easy. And it'll be very, it'll be shocking to me if the committee changes it, but they should. I, I don't think the committee has the guyunis or the hangy downs to, to make LSU number one now. I don't think they're going to change him. They might not. I think they should. I agree. I, I think they absolutely should, but I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I have full trust that they're going to do that. I think it should be, Andy. I disagree with you slightly about, uh, well, I disagree with you about Clemson because Clemson has played nobody. Their schedule stinks. So I go mostly by resume, and resume-wise, I go LSU 1, Ohio State 2, Clemson 3. And even though Clemson was very impressive yesterday, you have to look at who they were impressive against. Right. Virginia okay. Virginia lost to Miami and Louisville, you know? Goodness. So yeah. I, I just look, resume-wise, Ohio State's resume is way more impressive than Clemson's based on who yeah. they played. And, and why I'm saying that Clemson defending champs, whatever that means, as far as the, in the minds of the committee voters, that's going to mean something. The defending champs, and it's a team that basically has just about all the players that won it all a year ago, okay? Yeah, they won 62-17 against a team that basically was at one point in time in the top 25, and they really don't play much, and they have a weak schedule, but they have the nation's longest winning streak of 28. You know, what, what Dabo Sweeney was crying about, throw that out the window. I, I don't want to hear that. I don't want hear your sob story you know don't tell don't cry me a river dabble you're a great team and you really are but we'll have to see it on the field see it on the field but i like what Ke- coach ed o had to say the coach of lsu he doesn't really care one through four you got to play who you play and that's it and i'm with him it doesn't make a difference who you ranked i think it absolutely makes a difference no. if you're, like let's say it's whatever one two is clemson right. ohio state it should right. be between those two teams but you're telling me that Oklahoma is as good as Clemson is? No, I don't think that's the case. Well, then all of a sudden, seeding matters. You can give me this, hey, line them up, whoever we play, we'll go on the field toe-to-toe, and you can sing all that. You can sing that song, and that's fine, but 
to sit here and act like there's no difference between Clemson and Oklahoma. Clemson just won a championship last season. They have Trevor Lawrence. Right. He's been on the hot. big stage. He's been proven. And I know Jalen Hurts has been there also, but Trevor Lawrence is a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts is. And I think that Clemson, top to bottom, is a better team than Oklahoma is. Well, I'll say this. You know, again, we're just looking at the results as to whom they played. I still think that any one of these teams could probably beat any other team. And I'll tell you why I say that. All of a sudden now, Oklahoma's playing defense. They didn't play defense all year long. And LSU, they're playing defense too. When they they gave up something like 500-plus yards several weeks ago, and, and now they're playing great defense. So I, I think that these teams are somewhat evenly matched, although it's hard to say that by the schedules that they play. But honestly, I still believe that one of these teams could beat any other team on any given day. I really believe that. I hear you, and I would never say that it's impossible for Oklahoma to win a game. But I think Oklahoma would lose to all three teams. I feel very confident they would lose to all three if they right. played each of them. And I don't teams. think LSU would lose to all three. No way. Right. No, I think I, I think there's a better chance LSU beats all three. Right. Right. I, I'm with you. I, I think if I'm a betting man, I think LSU is in the driver's seat right now to win it all. But I think they'll get some stiff competition, probably from Ohio State. Because Ohio State, I think, might very well be the most balanced team on both sides of the ball, although you didn't see it last night. And I don't know what happened to Ohio State last night. I mean, every year Ohio State stubs their toe. And last night they stubbed their toe for a half. What do I mean by that? They'll play some school that you never think is going to beat Ohio State, and they usually beat them. But last night they came back in the second half. They came back very nicely. They didn't crumble. And uh, and Wisconsin, to me, they just – I guess they looked at the scoreboard. They just couldn't believe what they saw. You know, they had blocked punts, missed field goals. I mean, fumbles. I just – they – they gave part of the game away, not entirely, but part of the game they gave away to Ohio State. Well, and I'm curious how, obviously, how the playoff is going to shake out. But you know as well as I do, Andy, no conference is going to get vilified for a loss as much as the SEC will if LSU right. loses. You know, if LSU lost to, let's say, Clemson, it doesn't mean the ACC is better than the SEC. The ACC stinks out loud this year, (laughs) you know? So I just want people to be reasonable about how much they read into the conference affiliation based on who does what in the college football playoff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, I have a question for you because okay. you're, you're the brains of the outfit. Now, you said something there, and I always listen. That's why God gave me two ears and one mouth. You said they stink out loud. What does that mean? I've heard that expression so long. How do you stink out loud? No, if I don't bathe for a couple of days, I stink, but I don't stink out loud. What does that mean exactly? I, I think it's, you can see the bad odor. Okay. That's how bad it is. Like you stink so bad, it's so in other words, two stinking senses, out loud. It's so bad, two senses are affected. The sense of smell yeah. and the sense of sight. One in hearing, you know, you can hear it. You, you can hear, hear it. it. It's you're stinking out loud. You stink so bad, I can hear your stink. It's just like levitating from you, you know? Okay, I got I got you. I love it. I knew you'd have the answer. I, knew I don't know if that's the answer. the answer, but that's my explanation. It's good enough for me. Yeah. It's good enough for me. By the way, he is Brian No. Get him on Twitter if you stink out loud. At the No Show, NOE Show. At Andy Furman, FSR, 877 99 on Fox. 
And if you're too stupid to figure that out, it's 877-996-6369. By the way, we're brought to you by Cincinnati Bell, powering your connected life. And, of course, the lineup this hour, Bronx Talk Radio with the amazing Chris P. Hour number two, Bottom Barrel Betting. And hour number three, The Sheik. That's Alex Marvez, Fox Sports Radio's NFL insider, followed up with Brian Noah knows pits, but they're hot. They are hot. But will they stay that way? That's next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. That primetime win doesn't look so good right now. We'll get to that in just about a minute. Speaking of minutes, it's 20 minutes past the hour. This is Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. And by the way, you want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically. With no limit to how much will match, millions of people a year are getting their cash back matched. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more where at discover.com slash cash back match. What's for breakfast, B? What's for breakfast? You caught me in mid-munch, actually. I'm I finishing off. I did. The uh, second of my cherry Pop-Tarts right now. Yeah. No apple cinnamon Nutri-Grain bars here. I made a run to Ralph's. Ralph's grocery store here in SoCal. And I saw the cherry Pop-Tarts. I grabbed them. And uh, I didn't grab any Nutri-Grain bars. You know? That's all I needed this weekend. Huh. 
Very good. I'm glad you're happy. You know, and, and I think that's a big seller in SoCal. Really. That would be the fruits and things like that. They enjoy that. Health. Health. Really? That's what, you what are. cherry yeah. Pop Tarts? Yeah, I don't know healthy. if that's the picture that's of health healthy. right there. Well, yeah. it could be. It's better than what I eat for <laughs> breakfast anyway. By the way, we have a tweet. Scotty Ross Swin on Twitter says, enjoying the show so far this morning. So in other words, he's waiting for us to fail. So far, he enjoys it. You know, let us know when you don't enjoy it, okay? But anyway, he continues, <laughs> don't overlook Oklahoma's two wins over Baylor. Matt Rule's team is quietly boasting an elite defense, and the Bears are a top 10 team. Wait, you know what? You yeah. got to look at that that win Oklahoma had yesterday. Baylor gave them all they wanted in overtime. It was a great game, but I, I just, no. I mean, so what are you trying to say? What is he trying to prove? Well, Did you I say also, that Baylor's a Final Four team? What well, you, you got to look at, he's just saying they're a top 10 team. That's fine. Oh, okay, but no, I agree. Yeah. Oklahoma beat Baylor. Baylor played most of the game with their second and third, third. string quarterbacks. Yeah. You know, like that matters. Sure <laughs> that does. absolutely matters. And they're Oklahoma's in a dogfight. It took overtime for them to win that game. So, I mean, Baylor, they've had a good season, but being down twenty-eight to three. Against Baylor, I know they came all the way back and they eventually won that game on the road, and that matters. But to be down twenty-eight to three, and then to need overtime to beat a yeah. team that had its second and third string quarterbacks in there, that's just not that impressive. Yeah, to Utah me. wins that game on Friday. Oklahoma's got their face against the pane of the glass, not coming in. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. And they backed their way in. That's fine. Oklahoma, they won the conference. It's big, Big 12. but And they're probably going to go as a fourth team. But, you know, it wasn't real impressive. And, you know, we'll probably eat those words because who knows? Oklahoma may get hot and they may go to the championship game. I, I don't know. I can't predict the future. All I know is this. They're lucky to go. I doubt They're lucky it, yeah. to be the fourth. I, I'll be stunned. Stunned. Floored, Andy, if Oklahoma makes it to the championship game. I just right. don't see that happening. Right. Back to the big games now. The NFL today, Ravens at Buffalo. Ravens 10-2, and two, Buffalo's 9-3. and three. And by the way, Buffalo's getting 5.5. And, and I'm going to go back a little bit now because Buffalo beat Dallas the other day. And I'm saying to myself, honestly, like everybody was going ballistic in Buffalo. They were having free wings all over town. But... Now I'm saying maybe it wasn't such an impressive win. I mean, Dallas right now after 14 weeks has had not one, but two three-game losing streaks. And I'm certain that their coach not only is on the hot seat, he doesn't even have a seat anymore, Jason Garrett. Well, yeah, I mean, he's going to be out of a gig. There's no doubt. Um, the only way is if Dallas went on some crazy run. And I, most people are saying that he's, they've got to make it to the Super Bowl. And that's not likely. That's very, very unlikely. Even if they get a home game, which is garbage, if they win the NFC East, if they're a division winner, they get a home game. That's terrible. But if they win that home game, you still got to win two road games on top of that for him to save his job. I don't even know. I think there's a better chance they don't make it to the playoffs than the Cowboys make it to the Super Bowl. They're just well, not a good team at this point. And I'll say this. It was funny that Jerry Jones basically said something to the effect, and I'm paraphrasing now, that Jason Garrett will coach next year. Never said he's going to coach in Dallas. Yeah. He said he'll be coaching next year. That means he could be coaching a high school team, college team, somewhere in the NFL as an assistant, but he didn't say anything about coaching in Dallas right. next year. We get all that, and look, Jerry backtracking like that, it just shows how stupid his rant was. Right. After they lost to the Patriots, it's not like they lost to, I don't know, Tampa or the Bengals, you know? 
They lost to the freaking Patriots on the road. And that's when Jerry Jones came unglued and said, oh, it's coaching. It's coaching here. Right. Why we lost in special teams, 100% coaching, blah, 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 blah. And it hasn't done anything but bad for the for the Cowboys. And that's on Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones hasn't put Jason Garrett in a position to succeed with some of the things that he's done. That doesn't, you know, alleviate all blame from Jason Garrett, but Jerry Jones has not done a good job backing Jason Garrett. No. He's made life more difficult for him. Apparently, and maybe I'm mistaken here, but this is what I've read and read into, that not only does Jason Garrett have a news conference every week, Jerry Jones has his own news conference every week. That, 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 that floored me when I heard that. So in other words, like after the game, and usually on Mondays and Wednesdays, the coach would have a news conference with media to preview the game and review the game on Monday. Now, all of a sudden, I'm hearing that Jerry Jones has his own little media bash as well. Oh, he's, yeah, I mean, he's front and center in the media. He's all about the media. But it's, a lot of times it doesn't do any good for the team on the field. You can talk about selling tickets and drawing interest and all of that, but goodness, it doesn't do any good for the team on the field. Think about all the questions, all the speculation about Jason Garrett's job status that all of a sudden it just ratcheted up when Jerry Jones said, oh, it's 100% coaching, special teams 100% coaching. Of course, all these questions, most of them are going to have to do with, is Jason Garrett safe? Is he going to get fired in season? Like. You're putting out yeah. all these fires that you created. Why? It's the yeah. point. You're exactly right. We got a caller in the wonderful city of Kansas City that really has great beef. Really do. And Dan is there. Dan on Fox Football Sunday with Brian Owen and Andy Furman. Hello, Danny. How are you? Hey, Andy. Hi, Brian. How are you doing? I, I like to make a point. I think the Chiefs and the defense of Steve Smell can, really, if they pressure Brady hard enough, they can get some turns and win. What do you think about that? It's tough betting against the Patriots, you know. It really is. And although the Kansas City's defense has gotten a little strong over the last several weeks and Patrick Mahomes basically got the rust off a little bit as well, I still like the scheme that Bill Belichick will put together today to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. That's my take on that. I really is. I just think they're going to win. Yeah, I think a lot of it comes down to can the Patriots run the ball effectively. Right. If they can, then I love their chances. Um, and I think they're going to be able to run it well, but as far as the pass rush, Brady, and it's not just a Brady thing, but the Patriots, they've been terrible against right. the Blitz. And I think it's a collective thing. I don't think it's just Brady. I think it's who's around him. Who does he have to throw That's to? Well, key. he doesn't have Gronk. Well, he's got hand-me-down tight ends. Well, he doesn't have Antonio Brown. He's got Edelman and dudes, you know? So I think no it's a collective thing. Yeah. No one to stretch the field deep. Uh, Sonny Michelle's not really running the ball great. So I, I just think that there's a lot of problems that New England has, and it's all being blamed on Brady, and it really isn't Brady. Right. You're exactly right. I mean, he has nothing to work with. And he's been somewhat vocal over the last several weeks, but – Kansas City's getting three in that game. It's at New England. I kind of like the fact that the Patriots just, for some reason, I, I think they're going to put it together and they're going to win the game. It's just tough to bet against them. Yeah, I'll go with the Patriots. I don't love it. It's one of those double deodorant games. If you bet on the Patriots, you got to put a couple of coats of deodorant on the pits. You know, you'd be sweating yeah. that one out. But you look at Patrick Mahomes, something else to keep in mind. The last two games, he's only completing 56% of his passes. 56%. That's really, really low. And against this Patriots defense, the Patriots have played really good defense this season. 
So I I like the Patriots. I don't love them, but I like them today. I think their running game is going to be good enough mixed with their defense to get it done. And the game, obviously, is in New England, so yeah. I think it helps a lot. It really does. All right, he's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. By the way, we're live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. And, of course, you can get to us. You could be like Dan at 877-99 on Fox. I don't know if you want to be like Dan, but if you want to, you can at 877-996-6369 or at the No Show or at Andy Furman FSR. And they're home for the first time in a month. But it won't matter today. That's next. But first, to our guy, Big B, Brian Fenley with the latest. Hey. 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 What's going hey. on, guys? Hey. How you doing, man? Good. Brian, it's good to see you in the flesh. Yeah. Andy, good to see you, too. Andy, it's overdue for you to be here as well. Yeah. I can't wait to see you in person, I know. Daddy. Such a deadbeat dad. I see uh, you I more in person than your dad does. Andy, That's big daddy. At, at this point, Brian, you're my godfather. But uh, I don't know if you want that title or not. <laughs> All right, let's get right to it. It's a working it. title. It's yeah. a working title. We're working it slowly but surely. Let's get right to it, guys. The NBA, or excuse me, not the NBA, the NFL has got a first wave of games coming up. And according to NFL Network, Browns wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. will have to have surgery after the season because of a nagging sports hernia injury. Ooh. Raiders running back Josh Jacobs is going to, to try and battle through a shoulder injury in play today. He's listed as a game-time decision. Broncos linebacker Vaughn Miller has a good shot of pushing through a knee issue and seeing the field today. More great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Patriots wide receivers Julian Edelman and Mohamed Sanu are close to sure things to play today despite injuries. ESPN is reporting Vikings wide receiver Adam Thielen is going to sit this one out most likely with a hamstring problem today in the Vikings game. College football pairings, they are coming out later today. Number one, Ohio State skewers, eighth-ranked Wisconsin, 34-21 in the Big Ten Championship game. Third-ranked Clemson, body slams, number 23, Virginia, 62-17 in the ACC title game. Second-ranked LSU punctures, number four, Georgia, 37-10 in the SEC title game. Sixth-ranked Oklahoma tiptoes by number seven, Baylor, in overtime to take the Big 12 title game. And online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Back to my daddy, Andy Furman. Now, wait a minute! You forgot my school, Miami of Ohio, beat up on Central Michigan for the MAC title yesterday. Well, yeah, and then I, I also forgot to mention that your Cincinnati Bearcats oh, lost oh. to Memphis in the AAC title oh, game. Oh, two weeks in a row, back to back in Memphis. Oh, Amazing. That's yeah. got to be deflating. Back well, to their you. shot at the Cotton Bowl has been blown out the water. And to make matters worse, they had the Crosstown shootout yesterday in Cincinnati. Cincinnati played goodness, Xavier University. Goodness, are we doing national radio yeah. or no, we in no, Cincinnati? Okay. We'll see you in an hour. What's happening? <laughs> Bad day in sports in Cincinnati yesterday. All right, we move on. Only 500 in their last four. That's coming right up. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. This is Fox Football Sunday. And welcome back to the Fox Sports Radio Studios brought to you by Geico. It's easier to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easy. And, of course, Bronx Talk Radio with the amazing Chris P in less than 10 minutes. But now... We had not heard from him last week. He's okay. He's alive and well. The one and only Marcel from Brooklyn with Brian Owen and Andy from. Hello, Marcel. Let's How are get you? Into it. I yes. know it. It is a Sunday morning. Good morning, Andy, Brian, Good and two Brian's. <laughs> Andy Furman, Brian yes. Noel, and Brian Finley. 
I said it right. There's no L in Brian. I, I still anyway. heard an L. I still heard it. I didn't hear no. I heard an L in there. I think he's got a speech impediment. I think really. Yeah. There's no L See? in no. So you said it different. Brian, no. You just said there's no L, but you don't say Brian no the he's same way. He's saying it for the Christmas season. No L. Yeah, you like, go. You and no Brian no. It's, oh, you know, Brian no. I get it. Yeah. Hey, thank you for taking the time to start the Sunday. I've got the. Clemson, backlashes Virginia. It goes like this. Number three, Clemson upsets number 23, Virginia, 62-17. That's now, not an upset. Wait six- a minute. That's not an upset. They, they were picked to win that game. Yeah, they were I, four touchdown favorites, Marcel. What are you talking about? I know. I just said from Brian, Clemson backlashes Virginia. And then you said they, uh, what was it, Andy? What was the he other said they, one? Uh, they upset Virginia. Yeah, upset them. That's, That's not an true. upset. Maybe they're upset, but they didn't upset them, yeah. if you know what I mean. There's no upset. Say this. Clemson <laughs> yeah. now holds the ACC record for conservative wins. Wait a minute, wait, is it consecutive wins or conservative? <laughs> uh, how do you it have radical wins? How do you have radical wins, Marcel, huh? Consecutive. Consecutive, Andy. okay. There you go. There you in go. Charlotte last night, hashtag all in. Now, Denny Dimes <laughs> has been injured, but the man of the quarterback, Mr. Eli Manning. By the way, by the way, yes, Marcel, yes. Is, is, are, is there a conspiracy theory here? I didn't see Daniel Jones go down with a high ankle sprain. Is this just some some way to get Eli Manning in there? A little last bit of glory at the end of his career? Uh, one more thing. Yes, that's all true. Danny, Daniel Jones, Danny Dimes has a high ankle. But Eli Manning will try to get the win for the Giants taking on the Eagles in Monday Night Football tomorrow night. That's right. Yeah, it ain't going to happen, though. You know, and by the way, before I let you go. Okay. Yeah. uh, Andy and Brian, do Uh you two follow my tweets on Twitter, yes or no? I don't. How about you, sir? I don't. I, I know more than that. I won't. I don't nope, and I won't. Nope. It's Mm-mm. bad enough I have to hear your voice on Sundays, but I will not follow you during the week. Uh, eh, well, that's okay. You're not going to block me instead. How I'm about you, Brian? You. No, he's not going to no, block you. I see your tweets. You. I see what's yeah. going on here, Marcel. Yeah. I'm not angry like Andy Furman is, you know? <laughs> All right. Have a great day, Marcel. We'll, see, we'll speak to you next week. Hey, God, Brian, Brian right. no. Yeah. There you go. Without God bless you. Right. Uh-huh. See you next Christmas week. Christmas in okay. Noel. All right. Instead. Goodbye. Just All right. See you. Who the hell was that? All right. Goodbye. All right. By the way, speaking of the Giants, the Packers beat the Giants last week uh, 31-13, but the Packers, believe it or not, are 2-2 two and two in their last four. They have 500 in the last four. Although today, Green Bay is giving up 12 and a half to the Redskins. I don't think they'll have a problem. I don't think they'll have a problem in Green Bay today against those Redskins, though. But I was just shocked to learn that the Packers, who are 9 and 3 in their last four games, are just 2 and 2. Well, I mean, hey, the Packers have given up a lot of big plays, Andy. They've given up the most 40 plus yard plays in the NFL, 16 total. You got 14 passes, two runs, at least gaining 40 yards. That's a lot. Now, I don't know how many they're going to give up against the Redskins today. They don't generate a whole lot of big plays like that. 
But Darius Geis is more than capable of having a good day. I just don't like that Packers defense. They've really, really taken a nosedive after that first week. Doesn't that first week look a whole lot different? Remember when they shut down the Bears? The Bears could do nothing. How's the Bears offense flourish well, the this Bears, year? Exactly. To me, and no one's really talking about this. To me, I think the Bears might be the biggest disappointment in the NFL this year. People know what the Rams are. Nah. I know the Rams are because they're not going to make the playoffs. But the Bears, a team that were 12-4 and four a year ago, just really just nah. slumping terribly. Yeah. Bad. Bad I, I, team. I hear you, but they're not... They're not as bad as the Chargers. Chargers were also a 12-win team last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of disappointments here, but I think you know, the Bears aren't. They're not getting their due as a disappointing team. That's all I'm saying. But they've come on lately, sadly, because that was my bold prediction: is that they would be a non-playoff sub-500 team, and they're going to have to lose three straight, which they might. Right. Which they might, because they have three tough games to lose to finish this season. But right now, they're seven and six. You've got other teams that are way more disappointing than the Bears. I think that the Browns qualify. I think certainly the Falcons qualify at time with the Browns, though, let's say, I don't think anybody really expected the Browns to do a lot in that division, but there was a lot of hype. No, tremendous hype. Andy, there were a lot of people, a lot of people. They were the trendy bet in Vegas. People are spending all kinds of money thinking the Browns are not only going to win their division, but represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. There was tremendous hype with that team. There's no doubt about that. And certainly they have the talent. And I think they're a disappointment. But honestly, I mean, I don't think anybody really exp- – well, I didn't anyway in that division. I just thought that – I didn't I didn't expect Baltimore to do as well as they no, are doing as well No, I didn't either. either. No one you know? did. No one yeah. saw a 10-2 and two I, I and picked Lamar. Pittsburgh to win the division, but I didn't think Big Ben would go down. Yeah. I would say Atlanta and the Chargers have been bigger disappointments than the Bears. That's what yeah. I would say. Right. And, and real quick, side rant, Andy. Yeah. Real fast. Jason Garrett is getting all this heat, and deservedly so. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys have way too much talent. They shouldn't be 6-7. and seven. We get that. But how about Doug Peterson? 5-7. and seven. Look at that talent on the Eagles roster. And I know Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl. That shouldn't be your get-out-of-jail-free card every right. single year. 5-7 and right. seven is atrocious for the Eagles. And how about my guy Anthony Lynn? With the Chargers, oh. four and eight. Look how much talent they have on that team. They're four and eight. When have you heard Anthony Lynn get criticized this year? When? Compare it to Jason Garrett. Right. Well, I've heard they're America's nothing. team. Yeah, that's America's team, though. Fine. That's the no right. problem. But, right. but can we get someone to say what's going on with Anthony Lynn this year? Anyone? Well, back to Doug Peterson in Philadelphia. They were banged up pretty good. Well, if that means anything at all to management, that their injuries were ridiculous. They yeah. really were. And they're coming back now a little bit. But, you know, I, I think there's a lot more uh, as far as pointing fingers at various coaches in that league than, than Doug Peterson. Because I think you said they'd get out of jail free card. I think that does qualify. Although it didn't qualify in Carolina when their coach got the axe. Yeah, you know, when, when he got there, he didn't win it. So that, it changes it a little bit. But there's just... The injuries, okay, fine, but there's far too much talent still for the Eagles to be five and seven. To be five and seven is just they lost to the Dolphins last week, Andy. My Dolphins. That right. that's that's unforgivable. But here, here's the good news. The playoff See, aspiration. I'm Mr. Positive. Here's the good news. Okay. They're only a half game out of first place. That's right. They're right they, there. Yeah, they're there. So five and seven doesn't mean anything. I mean, they they'll go postseason with a couple of breaks. They really will. And they're playing what, the Giants? Yeah. They're playing the Giants t- tomorrow, Monday yeah, night, yeah. tomorrow night. They'll beat the Giants. Are you kidding? You win, I mean, they have on. the same record. And the Cowboys won their head-to-head with the Eagles. But that Week 16 game, the Eagles hosting the Cowboys, 
you're right. All they have to do is take care of business tomorrow, and they're right there, neck and neck with the Cowboys. You're exactly right. Brian, no, he's always right. I'm Andy Furman, together with Fox Football Sunday on Fox Sports Radio, and he who is the loudest wins. We call it Bronx Talk Radio. And you know what? It's freaking next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Bronx Talk Radio right around the corner about 13 minutes before the top of the hour. This is Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian Noam, Andy Furman. You want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much will match. Millions of people are getting their cash back matched. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more where at discover.com slash cash back match. Now, let's go to the Bronx. Guys, it's time to channel your inner New Yorker. We want to hear all the irrationalities you can spew on the hottest topics of the day. Here's something we like to call Bronx Talk Radio. Hosted by the great Chris P. I told you guys to get the great to get lottery tickets from freaking Melrose Wine and Liquor. Some guy there got two million from the Powerball. That could have been us. That could have been us, guys. 
I, I don't remember you ever telling us to do that. I told you to get that and get me a 40, and I, I don't know. Mickey's? Some, and some, and some, it, was it Mickey's? Is Mickey's? that what you, Yeah, you 40 of Mickey's. What are you asking? Yeah, 40 of Mickey's and and some Nutrigrain bars for yourself, Brian. <laughs> Wait, so just a put the brakes on this for a second. What's that? You're saying get the lottery ticket, it could have been us. If I get a lottery ticket, it ain't us, it's me. So stop with the us no, stuff. No, we, we are a freaking team here on Bronx Talk Radio. Real yeah. quick, real quick before we dive too much into it, we got to start with the Yankees. Uh, yeah. Are they going to get Garrett Cole? Done deal. Done, done deal. deal? Yeah, done deal for the deal. Yankees? Hell yeah. I, I mean, they're throwing a bunch of cash at him. So it's a great chance it does get done. It's a freaking yeah. equalizer. It's a freaking equalizer. Well, let's move over to uh, New York's other team. Uh, a massive disappointment in the uh, Knicks. Uh, uh, Coach David Fisdale was fired this week because the season's going so great. And But to make matters worse, team president Steve Mills and GM Scott Perry wouldn't me- meet the media at all to discuss the issue. That's weak. That's freaking spineless over there. They're cowards. You me? They're cowards. Face us. You got to face the music. We always right. talk about this with coaches, with players. Remember right. when Chris Webber, after the timeout, right. he still met with the media? I always respected him for that. You can't can a guy and then go AWOL. Can't You're afraid of the post? Yeah. And how are you going to have five power forwards and expect to win games? Right. Come on, guys. Then, hey. What are you doing here? Yeah, it's called gods. Yeah, you got to have some other guys than forwards. They're you can't have just all 19. Forwards. You can believe that. And they lost last night. missed a foul shot with a second to go to tie the game up. Unreal. Well, speaking, speaking of players not on forwards, let's talk about a center. Andre Drummond for the Detroit Pistons, who's on a new freaking diet. You might want to take some notes here because he's got no red meat. He's eating vegetables and fish, just that, but also one beer. That's right. He's drinking one beer to keep up his caloric intake. Would you guys try out the one beer freaking diet? So it is my diet. What do you mean? Try it out. <laughs> that is my diet. Per day? That's what he's doing per day? Yeah. Just yeah. one beer. He's, he's, he's using the beer to like up his caloric intake or something. I don't know. Protein. I'm not a scientist. Why do you need beer? You can't have caloric intake with something else. It's got to be beer. I, I don't mean, understand. You could probably do bread, but you know, it's just liquid bread. That's all beer is. I and think I mean, he just like, likes beer. That's all it he is. He likes beer. He likes Miller no, he Lite. He, he likes never drank beer until he started this diet. But Miller, Lite, yeah. but Miller Lite and nothing more than water anyway, so what are yeah. you really doing here? Yeah, pretty right. much exactly right, Vinay. I'll tell you what, my yeah. diet this morning so far, cherry Pop-Tarts and a cherry fruit lo- roll-up. Did you get those from the bodega? I'd rather have beer. How's that? <laughs> you could have gotten that with the lottery tickets. We could have You've made two million. You never told me that until now. We should have gotten the freaking lottery that. tickets. I, I'm going, what's the name of that place again? I'm going up Melrose there. Wine Melrose and Liquor. Wine and Liquor. It's in the Bronx. <laughs> yeah. You should know this. Give me You're a case of Rolling Rock and a couple of lottery tickets. Yeah, exactly. That's how we roll here on Bronx Talk Radio. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to devote plenty of time here to this Chris Paul story. So Chris yeah. Paul has helped his team win through, brace yourself, freaking snitching. He's a rat. Yeah. He's a rat. Yeah. Give him some cheese. He's a rat. So on Friday, he's got a second and point one left in the game against the Timberwolves. And T-Wolves player Jordan Bell comes in. As they're shooting free throws, what does Chris Paul do? He's like, hey, his jersey's not tucked in. His freaking right. jersey's not tucked in. Because he knew they had already gotten a delay of game. So that's a delay of game. So they get a technical. Chris Paul shoots free throws at the end of the game to win them. In overtime. In Was it overtime? You know it what that overtime. is? Yeah. yeah, it was overtime. Heady. But let me freaking tell you heady right there. For you heady, to call heady. him a snitch is weak. That is, that's a snitch he, move. He, no, because it's his team. 
It's his team. Yeah, Come but it's on. a snitch That's move. That's not a snitch. It's a He'll totally direct. acceptable Thank snitch you, move. Thank you, B. Totally Thank acceptable. You guys respect this move? It led yes. to a win. You Gave do what you got to do to get a win. Come on. Yes. I can't respect that at all. It's it's a snitch. You, you, you're telling that guy. Anybody would do that for a win on their team. You're That's acting not a like snitch. snitching is always wrong. This was right. They won the game. Exactly. Well, snitching's right. What am I going to do about you? You're apparently on the run from the law, Brian. No. Uh, it's just the UCF Back fans. off of my buddy. Just, just UCF. Back off That's of all. my partner. It's about UCF. What'd you do with the UCF guys today? I told them the truth. I told them that they're a bunch of crazy people. You know, they, you're not national champ- champions. They come after me. I got to keep you. them guessing. It's like months old. What have you been doing in between? That's like years old. You know? yeah, it is freaking years yeah. old. They have long yeah. memories over there. Yeah, they yeah. do. They don't let it go. And the Nick you know Foles what? Tell them to take the flag down. That I, championship banner. Tell them to take it down. All these take Nick the Fools down. apologists over here. How I told everybody that he's fool's gold. He's fooling people into thinking he's a franchise quarterback. He just got benched from Minshew Mania. They're still mad at me for that, even though I let was Let me a tell you teller. this fool, Chris P., what a snitch is. A snitch would be if I went into the desk drawer of B, of Brian, and stole his fruit bar, and you told anybody. That's a snitch. That's a snitch. Well, you know what? That's I would do snitch. that for Brian because I know how important that that fruit roll is to his diet every right. freaking day. But like that would be a snitch. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. The titles have been won, but what's next? That's coming right up. Right now, it's time to say, wake up, America. Wake up. Oh, you're sounding so sweet today. He's Brian Noam, Andy Furman, and we're both coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. We're brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit GEICO.com. Why? For a free rate quote. That's why. Here he is without further ado, my partner, my friend, the man running from America. Yes, he is running and running every single week, but you'll never catch him. He's the hardest working man in radio today. The one, the only, Brian No. Hello, B. I'm going to come over there to Kentucky and slap you around. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I oh like that. Goodness. It's a good drop right there. I can't be running from America if I'm in America, yeah, Andy. It yeah. doesn't work. I know. Doesn't, I, well, know. I got to go outside of America. I you know. know. I know. But uh, I know. I'm here in L.A. physically. It's nice to be looking across the glass into uh, the studio where Vinay Vin and a. Chris are. Brian Fenley, your son, is in another studio off to the side. I can't see him from my studio. He hey. Is- yeah, he's not in plain sight. But by the way, yeah, that audio that Big B played of Ryan Day, and I don't have the exact quote, but paraphrasing it, he's like, "Yeah, we uh, we were in a ugly game today, but uh, it shows our character. You give us props. No, it doesn't. No, no it doesn't. No, it what, doesn't. Are you, what are you talking about? It shows you like the, the, you almost broke. You bent, but you didn't break. That's what it showed. It showed that you couldn't put him away. That's what it showed. It showed that you couldn't put your foot on the throat of Wisconsin. That's what it showed. Yeah, I don't, I don't buy this, hey, give us credit for winning an ugly game. I'll give you credit if you, you don't have to win ugly. You know, winning is the most important thing, but... I don't buy this, hey, give us credit because we showed that we can win a ugly game too. It's nah, not really. I don't I don't see it the same way. I'm with you right there. And that's why they should not be number one. They should not LSU be number one. LSU should be number one. Yeah. Now, will that happen? I don't know. I can't predict the future. Will the committee have the hangy downs to move them to number two and make LSU number one? And maybe Clemson number three and Oklahoma is going to be number four. That's the way it's going to be. But yesterday really didn't prove a lot except it showed me that, yes, Ohio State's vulnerable. 
Yes, Clemson really doesn't play anybody, but they really gave it to. See, what Clemson did to Virginia is what Ohio State should have done to Wisconsin. I don't think that bad. Close to it. Yeah. What were we talking? 62 to 17? Oh. I don't think Wisconsin's that bad, Andy. But uh, they shouldn't have been down 21 to 7 at halftime. We right. can agree on that. Right. And I, I don't know why. I don't know what happened there because the way Ohio State played the second half, it showed that the first half never should have gone down the way it did. So I don't know if they just thought they were that much superior to Wisconsin and thought they could show up. It's going to be all good. I, I don't know. I'm not sure why they went into that game that same way. Jonas brought up a good point right before I did the show Ooh. last night. Yeah, our guy Jonas Knox. Jonas oh. brought up a good point where – he was saying this game for Ohio State is pretty much meaningless because yeah. even if they lost, they're still getting into the playoff. Yeah, they're still at 14. They're in top four. Right. So there was right. an argument to make of do you rest some of your guys? I don't think they would play with fire that way. But if they suffered a big-time injury in a game where if they lose, they're still going to be in the playoff, it at least – opens that door in your mind to say, well, maybe we rest some of our main guys. You know, I don't like that. And it would only be worse if there was an eight-team playoff. There right. would be a lot more of those games of what's the use of playing this game where there's actually more risk than reward. There's more risk for injury than reward if we win. Well, let's go one step further. You say it's meaningless for Ohio State. Certainly, should they have lost yesterday, they're still going to be the, one of the top four teams. No doubt about that. But think about this. If Wisconsin wins, well, what's what's the change? Uh, Wisconsin's probably going to go to the Rose Bowl, correct? Representing the Big Ten. So if, if they won or lost, they're not going to be a four team. Wisconsin's right. not going to be the fourth team. So it, it was meaningless for Wisconsin as well, yeah, right? It's a good point. Yeah. Because I don't think, even if Wisconsin, and this is an interesting debate, <laughs> this is, is kind of sad. We're having debates with stuff that didn't come close to happening, but but <laughs> it's 21-7 to 7 at halftime. Let's just say, for the sake of argument, Wisconsin boat races Ohio State. Now but, you're sounding like Brian Fenley. But follow me on this one. If Wisconsin wins, let's say it's 38-7. to 7, Right. Which was the same score Ohio State beat Wisconsin by earlier mm-hmm. in the season. Right. I still don't think Wisconsin's in. They lost to Illinois. You know? And it's an interesting debate because you would have two losses for Wisconsin. They'd have one more loss than Ohio State mm-hmm. if they won. But Ohio State wouldn't be conference champions like Wisconsin would have been. Right. Right. So is that conference championship, the last thing you saw, you know, winning the conference, all that stuff, is that better than losing to Illinois and having one more loss? Yikes. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure the committee's happy that didn't happen. Yeah. Right. That, that would have really kept them up all night long. However, I'd say this, Wisconsin still would have gone to the Rose Bowl, win or lose. Right. That's where they're going. It doesn't make a difference. I mean, you know, if you're a coach... You know, honestly, I don't know how smart these players are. I got to assume they got some sort of a brain. Don't they? How does a coach motivate these guys? You see, let's go in the locker room. Let's beat Ohio State. What is he going to say? They're not going to be a four team. They're not going to get to the Final Four, right? Uh, it's, it's, let's win this game to go to the Rose Bowl and represent the Big Ten. Well, if we lose this game, we're going to represent the Big Ten in the Rose Bowl. So what's the difference? Well, it's pride. It's a pride thing. And Oregon's going to the Rose Bowl. 
And they came out and they just beat down Utah. And you could say, well, hey, the Rose Bowl was on the line. and all. Fine, great. But you play for pride. You play because you're competitors. Uh, yeah. You play because you want to win. Now, you wait know? a minute. Now, now i got to stop you for a second. Yeah, you play for pride. Let's see how many of those Wisconsin and or Oregon players even play in the Rose Bowl for fear of injury going to the NFL. That's what I want to see. Okay. You're going to see that. You know, yeah. you'll, you'll see, see some. That. Some yeah. will sit out. But, I, you know, if you're on the field, Andy – it doesn't have to be for a playoff berth to play hard. Oh, I agree. You, you see this oh, all agree. the time. You'll see it in the NFL here very soon. You'll see teams playing spoiler. You'll start to see it today. You know, yeah. look at the the Dolphins last week. They have no hope for the playoffs. The Eagles right. do, yet the Dolphins played hard, beat the Eagles, and really only cost themselves draft positioning right. <laughs> by winning right. a game like that but you're a competitor that's what you do college NFL if you're on the field and you're a competitive person you want to win no matter what it's what's on the line that's yeah. just the way it and is. and there's something else I want to get off my chest watching these games on TV I have a real hard time of these announcers really pushing and thumping and banging the drum for Heisman candidates first of all if you're a Heisman voter as I am I vote for the Heisman Trophy. If you're a Heisman voter, you are not permitted to say who, in fact, you voted for. Otherwise, you lose your vote. Who are Can't you voting for this year, Can't, Andy? I will not tell you. No? <laughs> I will not tell you because I do not want to lose my vote. It's a privilege to get that, and I, I appreciate that. So don't come on TV and tell me Ohio State's got three candidates. What if I tell well, you? could say that. You could say they have three candidates. You didn't say who you voted for. But they were thumping and they were pushing you know, for their running back at Ohio State. Look, but that's my different. That's is, different than saying I voted for yeah, I, I J.K. You. Dobbins, right? Just, Justin Fields, perhaps to me, is the only possible Heisman candidate. Joe Burrow has won it. He's won the Heisman. That sounds draw. like you're voting for Joe Burrow. I didn't say. It, it, I didn't it, say. It sure but sounds he, like he's that. basically won it. Because more often than not, if you check the, the Heisman voting in what parts of the country are heavy-duty votes, usually the South and Southwest, and that's where LSU is. So he's going to get the majority of those he's gonna votes in it. that area. He's well, going to win it. Win yeah, there's no doubt. It's right. Joe Burrow, no, no doubt. It's a shame that Trevor Lawrence, well, all of a sudden now, is coming on like gangbusters the last three weeks. But he, he may go to New York. He might make it to New York, Trevor Lawrence. Now, that's an interesting debate. Who goes to New York? Uh, it's definitely going to be Joe Burrow. Might be Just, Justin Fields. Yeah. Right? Jalen Hurts. I think he'll be in New York. The Oklahoma I, I don't know. You can make a good argument for a lot of uh, yeah. different guys for that third spot. Yeah. But Joe Burrow is going to win it. Right. And you should just come right out and say it. Who, me? Yeah, because no. you're going to vote for him. We can tell you're no. going to vote for him. No, I'm not saying. No. Okay. I don't want to lose my vote. <laughs> I don't, don't want you to lose don't it Don't take me down that road. Yeah. Don't do that to me. That's got to be tough, right? I'm sure there were years you just wanted to say. Those years no. where it was... Why would I? Remember it I? was... You're Derek, the only person I talked to. But really. remember it was Derrick Henry and yeah. Christian McCaffrey, and that, that was, was a tough. huge was debate. Tough. Yes, and you yes. you can't say you're not allowed to say who you voted for. Well, at you the could time. say it if someone kind of turns you in. You, 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 I'll give you an example. There was a there was a columnist in Cincinnati, and I don't even mention his name, a sports columnist, because I don't want to get him in trouble. He kind of badmouthed the Heisman Trophy and just ripped it to shreds. They took his vote away from him. Oh wow! They did. They did. I mean, you what just was he tearing to shreds? I, I think the votes. One, this is like a five six years ago. I don't know what happened or how it happened, but he was voting like what a sham, a scam the Heisman was, and, and I guess the Heisman committee got hold of that column, and they took his vote away. So, I mean, you just, 
You got to be careful. You got to tread on yeah. eggshells. You really do. And Very it's, sensitive. It's, it's, you know, it's an important thing. But now there are so many, so many trophies. There's the Bolitnikov Award. There's this award. The, you know, there's so many awards out there. I'm not saying it's almost meaningless. I think it's good. I think it's good to spread the wealth, but I think the Heisman stands high above all of them. It really does. Well, I'll tell you this real fast is you look at that LSU-Georgia game. Think about how the year has played out for both of those quarterbacks. Jake Fromm was mentioned alongside Tua Tungavailoa and Justin Herbert. And the way the season played out, Jake Fromm is not up there anymore. Either is Justin Herbert. Well, Justin Herbert's absolutely up there. He's up there uh, among the top quarterbacks. He won't be in New he York. He won't be in New York, but no. he's going to be one of the top picks, oh, I agree. no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. But look at Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow wasn't mentioned in that same grouping as Justin Herbert and Tunga Vailoa the way that that Fromm was. But now Joe Burrow, most people think he's going to be the number one overall pick. Think how drastically different the season played out for Fromm, who started out high and sunk. Joe Burrow, who was low, 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 not even a top NFL draft candidate at all. And now he might be the guy when it rolls Joe Burrow, around. the Ohio kid who may be facing off against Ohio State and Look may end you. up in Cincinnati, Ohio as a Bengal as the first pick. Yeah. Yeah, very well could be the case. Unreal. Although I don't think he wants to do that. That last thing I don't think he wants to do is end up in Cincinnati. What's the best matchup for the title game? That's a good question. Like it's tough because it depends on the seeding. Let's just say this, Andy. It's oh God, I'll say it's LSU Clemson. I'd like that. No, no like I'm sorry. Oh. LSU Ohio State Clemson Oklahoma. Right? Or, or forget about the seeding. Forget about without okay. knowing the seeding, what's the best possible championship, championship game? game? Is you it I think Clemson national defending champs? Is yeah. it Clemson LSU? Is it Clemson, Ohio State? Do you not buy that? And you say, no, 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 LSU, Ohio State. That's the best matchup because that was the biggest debate. Who's number one this season? Exactly. It's got to be It's got to be LSU, Ohio State. It I think it is the, too. I think I that's really what do. it would be. Right. And, and you know what? We both could be wrong because you never know. Oklahoma might be there, but I doubt it. They're not going to. The, not, the one no. thing about LSU which really has impressed me, I think when they played Ole Miss, did they give up something over 600 yards on that defense? They've really tightened that defense pretty much so. They really did. 37-10, they won the other day. And, I mean, come on, their defense really has is, is come a long way. Yeah. I mean, they, we had no problem with their offense, but their defense really stunk. How, how do you say it before? It stinks so big. Stinks out loud. There you go. Stinks yeah. out loud. You can no see more. their stink. You can right. hear it. See the stink. Yeah. I love that. All right. See the stink. You can see us on Twitter. You can see that stink, too. At the No Show. Get Brian No at the No Show. NOE Show. At Andy Furman. FSR. 877-99 on Fox is our phone number. 877-996-6369. The lineup this hour. The one and only great show, which is on radio every single week. Bottom barrel betting. Hour number three. The Sheik, Alex Marvez. He's Fox Sports Radio's NFL Insider, follow that up with Brian No and No's picks. But all they have to do is stop the run. But can they? That's next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. 
Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance... Stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. They're two of the best. We'll get to that in a minute. And maybe I'm talking about Brian Owen and Andy Furman. I don't know. Hang with us. I'll tell you. 20 past the hour. This is Fox Football Sunday. He is Brian O. I'm Andy Furman. And you want to hear something amazing. You really do. Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much will match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back match. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cash back match. And away we go. Football time today. I love it. You love the weekend here. I mean, really, when you sit back and think about it, B, honestly, the games yesterday were somewhat meaningless. I mean, we've kind of figured that out, but you couldn't get away from the tube because they were mesmerizing, weren't they? I mean, it, it's funny, isn't it? I mean, you're watching Wisconsin take that lead over Ohio State. Half the, are they going to hold the lead? And then you say to yourself when it's all over, well, Wisconsin wasn't going anyway. Wisconsin win or lose is going to the Rose Bowl, and Ohio State win or lose is going to the Final Four. But you still watch. Yeah, well, I disagree, though, Andy, is that LSU-Georgia game. If Georgia wins, they're in. And then it becomes, well, what do you do with LSU? Are they still in? Most likely over Oklahoma. But I don't think that's a meaningless game. And seating-wise, it certainly means something. So I I wouldn't go as far as that. And also the Oklahoma-Baylor game. If Baylor wins that game, Baylor's going to be in there, I would imagine. That may have been the best game of the day. Yeah, overtime game. First one to start the the day off right uh so no I, I wouldn't agree that it was a, a completely meaningless game but i will agree with you on there were some games that were really engaging 
I thought that Baylor-Oklahoma game, especially for the stakes, what was on the line, and when you had a second and third string quarterback in there in Baylor, and at least initially when they entered the game, they made these big plays, and it's like, wow, what's happening over right. here? Yeah, there was some excitement. Pretty good day of ball. Pretty good. Too yes. many boat races, though, as it turned out. The Clemson boat race, the LSU boat race, it wasn't the most compelling action, but the, with the stakes being high, it made it more interesting. Certainly is. Hey, today, this is a great game on Fox this afternoon. One o'clock Eastern time, the 49ers and the Saints, both teams are 10 oh, and 2. Yeah. And right now, the 49ers are getting two and a half. My last look. And last week, the 49ers lost at Baltimore 2017. The Saints beat the Falcons. Why not? Everybody else does. They beat the Falcons 26 18. Question of the day on this game, can the 49ers run against that Saints defense? Why do I say that? The Saints have not allowed a 100-yard rusher in their last 38 games. Yeah, I know it. And the Saints have the number three rush defense. San Francisco has the number two rushing offense. And then, of course, you look at San Fran, they play great defense going up against that Saints offense. This is a great, great Great matchup. Great game, yes. Love this matchup, Andy. It's huge. And something else to look for, if you look at the 49ers, they run zone defense the most out of any team in the NFL. We're talking 69% of dropbacks for the opponent. The 49ers are playing zone defense. And Drew Brees, he's eating zone defenses up. He's completed 80% of his pass attempts against zone defenses. So that would seem to favor the Saints. But the other thing you got to think of is there are a couple of offensive linemen that are banged up right. for yeah. the Saints. And that could yeah. be a big, big deal against that 49ers pass rush. But Drew Brees has a tendency of releasing the ball rather quickly, although that offensive line is a problem for the Saints. But you talk about Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean... Here's a guy who's had some problems turning the ball over, and I don't think he gets that. I mean, you look at Garoppolo, and like they think that this guy's a future Hall of Famer, but he's got some problems. He's got 21 touchdowns, but he got 10 INTs. He turns the ball over, and against that defense of the Saints, he could be turning it over today. And I've always said defense wins titles. Look for the Saints to win this game, looking to lock up the 49ers. I think it'll be close. I think it'll be close, but the game is, in fact, in New Orleans. Be a tough game to bet on. But you know what? I might take the two and a half in the 49ers in this game. I'm going the other way. I'm laying it. If I've got to really? choose, I'm going to lay it with the Saints. And you touched on it. Jimmy G, he's not a bad quarterback, but he's too inconsistent for my taste. And I think that the Saints are going to do a good job against the rush. I think they're going to do a, a respectable job. I'm not saying they're going to shut the Niners down completely running the football, but I think they're going to hold them in check. And if Jimmy G needs to make a good amount of plays on the road against Houdat, I don't love the the odds. I don't. I would go with the Saints in this one. I would lay the points and go with Houdat. You know what? And the season is so long, and yet it goes so quickly. And we're in week 14 right now. We forget that Drew Brees was down for a period of time, and this team really didn't crack. I mean, we forget all about that. We really have. I mean, yeah. you think of the Saints, you think of Drew Brees. Hey, he wasn't there, what, five, six games? Five games. Five, five games. games yeah. and, and Bridgewater went 5-0 and oh in those starts. The Saints went 5-0 and oh under, you know, with Bridgewater starting, however you want right. to phrase it. And there are a lot of people. Remember that time when Brees went down against the Rams? Many media members, fans were like, well, there goes the season. It's over. And they, right. they didn't lose a game until Drew Brees came back. So it does. It shows you the strength 
of the team. And when you've got that firepower, Breeze, Kamara, Mike Thomas, Michael Thomas is just tremendous, Andy. What he's been able to do production-wise this year with all those catches without a legit number two receiver or legit pass catching tight end right. for him to be that dynamic. It just shows how talented he is. Michael Thomas has something like 110 receptions right now for over 1200 yards with six touchdowns. And I would tell you right here and now, I don't think he gets the credit he deserves. He doesn't. Uh, yeah, he really, I mean, I, I don't hear Michael Thomas's name mentioned with the big time receivers in right. the national football. I don't know why that is. It should He's, be. And you know what? To give him credit, he doesn't whine about it. That's even better. He doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Can't guard Mike. That's his Twitter handle. And that's been the case this season. There's no doubt about that. And as far as why he doesn't get that praise, I mean, I'm just looking at what he's done collectively in his career. And I I guess you would just go back to touchdowns. He hasn't had double-digit touchdown receptions in a season yet. That's the only thing I could point to, Andy. Or or you could say Drew Brees has been the constant. He's been so right. dynamic there that sometimes someone else who is dynamic doesn't get as much shine as they should. But the interesting thing about that is Kamara does, but Michael Thomas doesn't. I find that to be pretty strange, don't you? Well, I think that you hit it on the head. I think we've got a guy like Drew Brees, who's a future Hall of Famer. He takes all his, all his stars, I guess, the star power with him. But Michael Thomas is right there. Look, I hear more on a weekly basis on Odell Beckham Jr. than I do on Michael Thomas. And yeah. I don't know what Odell Beckham Jr. has done, except he's going to get surgery now. That's all I know. <laughs> That's all I know about him, really. Now, back in July... I mean, you, you'd think that – and you hit it on the head. that They were what, in Vegas. Were they favorites to go to the Super Bowl, the Browns? I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. there are a lot of people betting on them to go to the Super Bowl. Sure. They had the hype. That I know. But, the, but they faulted. They fell on their face, and they got some talent. There's no doubt in my mind. You know, you take that coach who's a putz. He's a clown. That Freddie Kitchens wearing that shirt. <laughs> Pittsburgh started it. I oh, mean, come on. Gosh. If I'm the owner yeah. of that team, he's gone. I mean, you're the freaking face of the team, and you're acting like a clown. Yeah. And, and that team, what, like they lead the league in penalties? Because they, they're undisciplined. And why? Well, because the coach is undisciplined. He's a slob, and, he, and he's bad. He's just a bad coach. Well, it was it's just a dumb thing to do. It's a silly look. I don't want my boss... Yeah, I don't want Scott Shapiro to walk in here wearing flip-flops and holding a beer funnel and like, hey, guys, weekend, oh, ah, weekend warriors. That's just not a good look for a boss. No, I agree. And that's what Freddie Kitchens did. And not only did he do it, Andy, he doubled down by saying, we were ready to play. I don't know why we gave up 40-yard completions today. Like, you hear this all the time. Head coaches, they'll typically say, it starts with me. It's on me. Oh, yeah. This loss is on me. Freddie Kitchens did the opposite. He was like, we didn't play this way because of a t-shirt. I don't know why we're giving up 40-yard completions. He didn't say it started with him. He was like, go look at those guys. They're ready to play. It's not on me. Like, he did the opposite. It was so bad for Freddie Kitchens on numerous I, I don't hear his name being mentioned on the hot seat. It's got to be. It has to be, I would think. Yeah. It has to be. I mean, what a disappointment that team has oh, been. Huge. I mean, oh, ridiculous. I don't know. Brian, no, Andy Furman. We are Fox Football Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. And, of course, you can get to us at 877 on Fox. That's 877-996-6369. Or 
at the No Show or at Andy Furman FSR. We're live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Now, can you really bet against them today at home? That's next. But first, to our guy, Brian Fenley, for the latest. What hey. is going on? Hey, guys. Hey. 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 <laughs> Week 14 of the NFL is about to take center stage, and NFL Network divulges Browns wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. will have to have surgery after the season because of a nagging sports hernia injury. Raiders running back Josh Jacobs is going to try and persevere through a shoulder injury and in play. He is officially listed as a game-time decision, according to the team. Broncos linebacker Von Miller has a good shot of pushing through a knee issue and seeing the field today, while Patriots wide receivers Julian Edelman and Mohamed Sanu dealing with injuries are close to being a sure thing to seeing the field. Vikings wide receiver Adam Thielen is going to sit this one out as he is dealing with a hamstring problem. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. The college football playoff pairings are coming out later today. Yesterday, number one Ohio State skewers eighth-ranked Wisconsin, 34-21 in the Big Ten Championship. Third-ranked Clemson absolutely dismantles number 23 Virginia, 62-17 in the ACC title game. And Andy Furman's Cincinnati Bearcats, they barf against Memphis, wow. 29-24 in the AAC championship You know, wait game. a minute. If they would have won, you never would have mentioned it, right? Admit <laughs> it. If they would have won. Well, I will mention that you did fulfill your clown quota of saying at least clown twice <laughs> on each show. So you did that earlier. How come UCF wasn't in that game, Big B? I thought UCF well, was just amazing. <laughs> they had a downish year, didn't they? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're they're these paper national champions. Of course, it was a down year. You know, a bunch of fake frauds and phonies. That's right. Just a bunch of clowns. That's right. Who did I call a clown today? Freddie Kitchens. I did. I did. I call him. No, I call him a slob, not a clown. Well, I think you See. worked in both. All right. It's natural to you. You just say it and you don't even Can know Can you it. be a slob and a clown at the same Absolutely. time? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Back to you guys. Thank you very much. All right. See you in an hour. Now, the pace might be too tough for them. We'll get to that in just about a minute. We've crossed the 50-yard line and what we call Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. And welcome. Welcome back to the Fox Sports Radio Studios brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Bottom barrel betting with Vin Hay in less than 10 minutes. Now, this may be maybe not the game of the day, but pretty darn close to it. The 8-4 and four Chiefs at the 10-2 and two Patriots today. And right now, Kansas City's getting three. Kansas City's getting three. What do you think about that, B? I think it makes sense. Um, I, I know This is the weird thing with the Patriots, Andy. We understand all their struggles. We understand why. But heading into the next game, I can really see it going both ways. I could see the Patriots running the ball effectively against the Chiefs, who stink stopping the rush. Mm-hmm. I could see Tom Brady having a good enough day. I could see that Patriots defense being good enough against the Chiefs to win this game. But then you look at Brady against the Blitz. He was 3-for-13 against the Texans when he was rushed. You know, And I don't think that's only on him. I think it's because of the... right. The lack of talent at many spots around him. But um, 
I could see them struggling again offensively, at least not being able to match points with the Chiefs. I really could see this going either way for the Patriots. I don't have that same feeling of, man, all these naysayers and critics, they've got it wrong. They're selling them short. The Patriots, they're going to kick it into gear like they always do. They very well might, but I don't feel as confident about that happening as I normally do. Right, right. I I think the Patriots win, but I think it's going to be a nail-biter. I really do. But the one glaring stat that kind of shows, like slaps me in the face, Tom Brady has been sacked 21 times this year. 21 times, you know, and I'm sure he's not happy about it. He's been somewhat vocal. You know, 18 touchdowns, six INTs. And again, you're right. I mean, without Gronk blocking on that line as a tight end, he doesn't have a, a normal tight end on that line. Doesn't have a guy who could go long to stretch the field. Edelman's there. I mean, uh, Muhammad Sanu, Brian Fenley said he may be ready for game time today. They, they need a Sanu to, to be that second receiver and maybe stretch the field a little bit. And, and Sonny Michelle hasn't really done much running out of the backfield, although they'll bring him out of the backfield to throw passes to he'll run out of the backfield for a pass but other than that I just think that he doesn't have much to work with but I think they have enough to beat Kansas City today at home well and the other part of this Andy is (laughs) we look at the warts of the Patriots more closely because we expect more they've won all these Super Bowls had all this success defending champions all of that stuff If you look at the Chiefs, meanwhile, look at them closely. They've got four losses. They most recently lost to the Titans, you know, on the road. And um, I think that if the Patriots were eight and four and they lost to the same teams that the Chiefs did. Let's say, let's flip flop their resumes. Well, they both lost to the Texans. But I'm just, yeah, fine. But if you flip-flop their resumes and it's the Patriots that have lost to the Colts, the Packers, the Titans, like the Chiefs have, I think the Patriots are getting crushed way more. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just because we expect so much more from the Patriots that we're going to pick, 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 pick at what they're not doing right. The Chiefs, goodness, their rush defense – Patrick Mahomes only completing 56% of his passes the last two games. There are a right. lot of things that haven't worked for the Chiefs, but they aren't held to that same standard, and they aren't criticized nearly as much because of that. Because people, as you say, they expect more from the New England Patriots. Yes. They really do, and they don't expect to see the team falter. But there's still a group of people hanging out saying, I told you so, the reign is over. And I'll tell you right now, I don't think it's over yet. I don't think their reign of, of terror in the National Football League is, is over at all. Look, there's about a handful of teams that are dominant teams right now in the league. The Patriots are one of them. The Chiefs, I don't know. They may be on the border. I'd say Seattle's one of those teams. San Francisco, you know, they got their ups and downs. Other than that, you know, uh, Baltimore. That That's it. After that, who, who else is you consider a dominant team? Well, right. And that's the other part of it is go back to that. Ravens game. There were some weird, fluky things that happened. Julian Edelman fumbled, and it was returned for a touchdown. You know, random stuff like that. Right. So, if they meet in the playoffs again, it won't if happen. it's in Baltimore, most people are going to favor Baltimore. They're not bulletproof. Right. It's not like Baltimore is unbeatable. So, yeah, like, you gotta... I can understand you talking about the Patriots' struggles. But to make it sound like no chance, no how, they make it to the Super Bowl, I just don't buy into that. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking like the Patriots may not be able to keep pace with that uh, Kansas City offense. 
but they got to get on the board first. That's the key. And you got to keep Mahomes off the field if you can. Yeah. If they get a running game, that's the key. If they could have Sonny Michelle to run the football, move the chains, eat up the clock, it's basic football, keep Mahomes on the bench and make them watch the game. That's what you got to do, and then they'll win. Yeah, and uh, I would, if I had to, Andy, <laughs> it might be a three-point game when it's all said and done. This right. might be a push with the spread. If I had to, I would lay the three with the Patriots at home. What would you do? Yeah, I take the yeah. I, I'm with. I, I'm you would more concerned. Yeah, I'm more concerned with the over and under in this game, and I think the over and under should be somewhere between forty nine, fifty, and fifty one, something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's 49, 49 for the total. So, so uh, you're looking at a score, maybe like a 27-24 Patriots win today. Something like that, roughly. You know, maybe, at, uh, let's call it 27-23 Pats. How about right. that? Uh, I'm with you on this. I think the Pats do win this game. And I think the fact that it's in New England, I think it's a tremendous home field advantage. I think that in the National Football League, you have a tremendous advantage when you play at home. And I think that they're used to playing in that weather. And the weather's going to be really bad and really cold. And maybe even snow showers in New England today. I like it. I think there that'd be know. great. We're going to get some of that weather here. That's football. You know what? I love watching football on TV when it snows and you can't see the lines on the field. By the way, it's changed. That's what I love. It's changed, Andy. We got technology now. You see that Packers-Giants game? If you watch closely, watch for the next game where there's a lot of snow. Yeah. The Fox telecast, they've done this for a little while. They'll have, it's sort of like the first down line. They'll have it computer generated where it makes the lines on the field and the numbers, like the 30, the 40, so forth, it stands out more. It's not like that on the actual field, but on your TV set, it looks a lot more And it shouldn't be that way. It mean? shouldn't be the football when they look. I even hate when they play football indoors. And I'll tell you what, no one talks about this much in the National Football League that if you're a quarterback going to the Hall of Fame and things like that, you have an advantage playing indoors. I don't care who you are. You know, the, the, the Peyton Manning's of the world who played in Indianapolis, the Drew Brees who plays in, in the Dome in New okay, Orleans. That's fine, There's an advantage. You, you don't, don't want to see the yard lines? You, you want to no. be left in the dark. You want to be That's like, I don't football. know where they're at. This That's football. what football's all about. I don't know That's where the first down is. I don't know if they scored a touchdown. I, I don't know right. what's happening, but this That's is football. football. Yeah, and, and when the TV camera gets <laughs> all covered with the, with water and stuff, I love that. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Do That's you hate football. the first down line? Are you like, this isn't football. I want to be left in the dark and not yes. know where it is. yes. And then the announcer's stumbling. I don't know. I can't see. I, don't, I love the announcer's bu- bu- bubbling idiot. That's what he is. Brian, no, Andy Furman. It's a game that's caused wars and family divorces. We call it bottom barrel betting. And you know what? It's freaking next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Barrel Betting coming right up about 13 minutes before the top of the hour. This is Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. By the way, you want to hear something amazing? Well, I'll tell you. Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much will match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back match. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cash back match. Let's play. You got that thing for me? It's bottom. Oh, no. I thought you was late. Barrel, barrel. You put my money to sleep. You go get my money or I'll put your brain to sleep. Betting. Yes, and bottom barrel betting wouldn't be the scene without the one and only Vinny! Vinny! Good morning, gentlemen. How are we doing today? Good. That you know was aggressive right there. You know, he I'll sounded you know like a minute. metal singer over there. Vinny! Vinny! I know. He's, he's giving me the metal treatment. I'm, I'll, I'll take it, though. Vinny! Love that, Vinny. It, it, that. Yeah, love that enthusiasm, you know, just for my name. He's enthusiastic. You have some bad news for him, hopefully? No, actually, no Uh, bad news this week for both of you guys. Both of you. Now, unfortunately, Andy is the loser, but he did have a winning record. Three and two. Brian went four and one. So nice. Nice. You know, you know, lost Vinny did not. The house did not win. So uh, but we move on. What did I miss, by the you way? You missed on, uh, let's see here, Philip Lindsay rushing yards, <sighs> yards against the Chargers. We had it at 65 and a half over uh-huh. under. He had 58. Oh, man, he was off to such a great start, too. Yeah. So, Darn it. Darn it. Just barely. Just okay. barely missed that 5-0. and But we're at playoffs now. That's right. I got crushed last week, so I ended up with a third seed in our league. All right, well, it's go time. So it's go time. I'm up against Ryan Bershaker. He's got a stout team. But he's also, I believe, six and six on the year. So, uh. so anyways, we start off first with Lamar Jackson total TDs against the Bills. I've set an over under of three and a half. No, wait a minute, guys rushing think? and or passing. That's what total means. Well, listen to you now. I just want to make sure. Yes, rushing and passing total TDs against the Bills. Over under of three and a half. What over, do you guys think? Over under. Over. Under. Bills play pretty good defense. And you could have an Ingram touchdown rush, you know? That's a lot of touchdowns, Vinay. Give me the under. I got the over. 
Well, he has been pretty consistent with four touchdowns in the past couple of weeks. Thank so. you, Vinay. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Don't we'll make him change his pick. Bills I'm not play trying good to. defense. Bills play tough defense at home. But I have Mark Ingram, so I am hoping for a couple of those to go to Mark What's Ingram. the name of your fantasy team? Oh, I don't know if I should say it. Oh, homers. Really? Yeah. The Homers. It's uh, Epstein the... didn't kill himself. It's what? Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> no. That's my team that's name. That's the team name? Is yes. it really? Yes, it is. Do you know that Jeffrey Epstein went to my high school, Lafayette High School in Brooklyn? I did not. Well, now you do. Well, yeah. now I learned something today. Yeah. yeah. So, yes, that's the, my team name. What's the nickname of that high school, Andy? We were the Frenchies back then. The Frenchies? French. Yeah, Lafayette High School Frenchies. Okay. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I learned something new today. All right. Moving on. Uh-huh. Saquon Par- Barkley. He's going up against the Eagles today. Got a total rushing yards over under of 65 and a half. Do you think the Eagles defense can hold him? Uh, whew, well, goodness. that game is tomorrow night, actually. It's not yeah. today. That's yes, okay. I apologize. Yeah. No, it's all right. Get it right. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take the over. He had a good game. I think he had 83 yards last week. I'm going to take the over. The Eagles have been a little, uh, a little, a little shaky. You're going to have to well, take, pre- take the You're going to have to take pressure off of Eli and run the rock. So give me the <laughs> well, over. They have to take pressure off Eli, but I'm going to take the under because Saquon was banged up a little bit. I don't think he's 100%. I really don't. I'm taking the under. Okay. Could be right about that. Oh. Tough one. I hope so. Tough line by Vinny. Yeah. yeah. Hey, the house is trying to win here. <laughs> As long as you guys do, whether you guys do good or bad, you know, I'm I'm all focused on the house. There you go. All right. <laughs> you don't care about us. Yeah, exactly. exactly. All right. So uh, Mike Evans, he's going up against the Colts. I got an over under of six and a half catches for Mike Evans. Ooh, that's a ooh. That's a good line. Uh, that's I'll a tough go first, one. and I'll take I'll take the over. Over six and a half catches. Uh, I'll go. Man, that's a rough one. I'm going to go. Because Tampa's going to pass. That's what they're going to do. They're going to pass. I'll take the over as well, reluctantly. Chris Godwin's gotten a lot of targets. Could be the under. I'll take the over, though. There you go. Over. There you go. Yeah. All right. So two more to go. We'll get these through these quickly. We got DJ Moore. Total receiving yards against the Falcons over under of 75 and a half yards. What do you think? Man, another good line. Another good line. I'm going to take the under. Kyle Allen has been yeah, yeah, nothing to write home about. Uh, Yeah, I, I got to go with the under. I really do. I hate to say that, but I have to. It's about time I hate to say it because you said it. That's yeah, why I'm that's saying right. it. You don't want to follow my lead even I though don't. it's right. I don't want to do anything you do. Yeah. I don't eat the bars that you eat. Nothing. <laughs> All right. And last one. He spent a lot of time on his back last week. Do, does he spend a lot of time on his back this week? Carolina defense, total sacks of Matt Ryan, over under of two and a half. What do you think? I got to take the over on that. That's I not take too the under. high. I'm taking the under. I'm yeah. taking the under on that. Yeah. I think yeah. they get after him. They got a good pass rush. They'll try. I like the Falcons to win, but I'd take the over in sacks. I, yeah. I got the under. All right. That sounds pretty good. Good stuff. We, good lines yeah. by Vin A. Some of those are tough. They're tough. Tough. They're tough lines. They really are. Yeah. Hey, They're the house is trying to win. Are those all your opponents' pick uh, players? Yes. All of them. Okay. That's everybody on. Uh, uh, well, not everybody, but a majority of uh, players for Ryan Bershinger's team. Gotcha. Why doesn't Ryan Bershinger come here? There you go. All right. Brian, no Andy Furman. By the way, this team just might be one of the biggest disappointments this year. We'll tell you all about it on Fox next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 
They might join you on the tube. We'll explain that in just about a minute. But right now, it's time to say, wake up, America. Wake up. Oh, one more time. One more time, please. Oh, I love it. It sounds so great. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. And by the way, we're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios. We're brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit GEICO.com. Why? For a free rate quote. That's why. Here he is, my guy, my partner, the man who is, in fact, the hardest working man in radio today. He certainly is. I don't care if he eats those candy bars, whatever the hell they are, fruit bars, candy bars, nut bars. He's my guy. He's the brains of the outfit, the one, the only, the man with the power and the power hour, Brian O. Smells like ball. Oh, it does. And we're doing a little hybrid review and preview here, Andy Furman. Always great to be here with you, but reviewing the day that was yesterday in college ball, previewing the day that will be in the NFL. It's the best of both worlds. I got a question for you, Andy Furman. Only one? What's that? Question? Only one question, yeah. I got one question for you. Oh, okay, go ahead. Okay. Who are you rooting against the most in the college football playoff? You're a truth oh, teller. Wow, You're honest. Wow. You're honest. Who are that's you rooting a, against the most? That's a great most? question, you know. Uh, to some extent, now last night I really don't have a dog in the fight, but I was kind of pulling for Wisconsin because I live in the Midwest and some of these Ohio State fans are really big blowhards. They uh-huh. really are. So just to shut them up a little bit, I wouldn't mind. But you know what? There's blowhards all over. I lived in Oklahoma, and the Sooner fans are blowhards. I mean, that's the way I are. Kentucky basketball fans are blowhards. But mm-hmm. the fact that I have to live in the same area as the Ohio State fans, I kind of was pulling for Wisconsin to win that. I really was. So uh, spinning it forward, are you yeah. rooting against the Buckeyes the most in the playoff? I didn't ask you who you were yeah, rooting against you know the what? most yesterday, Furman. I yeah. asked you who you're rooting against. I'd have to say yes. Yeah. I would have to say yes, which is not going to endear me with a lot of people whom I live with, maybe even some of my neighbors, but I'm sorry. I like the Sooners. I lived in Oklahoma. I loved Oklahoma, and I'm an Oklahoma fan. I'm glad they're probably in. I'd have to say oh, as they're of in. right now, they're, they're in. in. Yeah. Uh, Clemson, you know, defending champs. You always got to root for the defending champ. Why? Why, why do you have to root for the defending champ? Because you want to see champ. if they can defend their title and I win it again. Root against the defending champ. Depends uh, who the defending champ is. Well, people always root against the Patriots, and they're always the defending champs. Well, but that's uh, that's the, the Patriots that's the have won six Super Bowls. Clemson right. hasn't won six national titles. Well, I, you know? I like Dabo. You know, I do like Dabo Sweeney. Crybaby Dabo? No, I like him. I really do. I yeah. think he's a hell I like of a man. him too. He's just been a crybaby for yeah. no good reason at all lately. Well, that's his approach. You know, I'm, I'm hearing, you know, the coach, coaching staff of Ohio State saying that we deserve to be number one. No, you don't. Not no, after don't. the performance last night against yeah. Wisconsin. So don't be giving me do that. We, do we have that audio handy? Yeah, yeah, where he's like, hey, you guys got to give us credit because we want an ugly game over here. All right. Yeah. Chris is nodding his head. Let's check this out. Well, this yeah. is the first goal. We had to win the Big Ten championship. And we knew at the end of the, of the season it was going to be this this road of three tough games. And the way, to see the way that we finished. And I don't know who's got a better resume than we. And, and, and the entire country and the way we played from front to bottom. But I think we deserve to be number one in the country. When you look at the wins we've had, uh, we beat Wisconsin when they were a top 10 team twice. Three games in a row we play like this to win the way we did and to show the character of the, of the way we won. You know, we've, we've won some big games this year. We've got up on teams. And, you know, it's kind of easy when things are going well. Right. Things went, didn't go well today. We won an ugly game, and I think it shows the character right. of this team. It doesn't show any character. That's Ryan Day, the uh, 
coach of Ohio State on Fox after the game, kind of pleading his case why they should be number one. Sorry, you're not going to be number one. Well, maybe you might be, but you don't deserve be. to be number one. Yeah, it shouldn't be. Yeah. Yeah. And also, right. and let's nitpick the heck out of this thing here, Andy. Please, front, rip it apart. Rip it. Front to bottom? Front to bottom. It's front to back. What are you talking about over here? Front to bottom. Who says front to bottom? Hmm? Uh. No one. Only Ryan Day. He's wrong Look, he's with that. He's a hell of a football coach. We all make fun of his grammar. <laughs> he's, he's wrong with that, Andy. He messed yeah. up a common saying. He maybe team, he went to Ohio State. That's the way they yeah. talked there. I don't know. <laughs> there you go. His team doesn't deserve to be number one. I agree. They very well might be because the committee seems to have some fascination with Ohio State. I'll tell you this. I'll be a truth teller. Please do. I can be objective with the Buckeyes, believe it or not. But if you're asking me who I'm rooting against the most – for the college football playoff? I bet, I, I'll, I bet Clemson. Clemson. No, it's Ohio really? State by far. I so am, you're with me. Yes, I'm sick and tired of them being ranked number one when their resume isn't as good. Most of the reason they're ranked number one is they because... they blew out their opponents, no, that's no, no, why. No, because no, the voters think they would beat LSU head-to-head. That's the main you think thing. So? Yes, you think it's so? a hypothetical. And guess no. what? Those people might be wrong. I think it's the dumbest way you can rank teams is who you think would win on a neutral field. You well, might be I haven't wrong. heard the voters say that. I, I wish they'd be more transparent and tell us why they made Ohio State number one. I thought they voted for Ohio State as number one because of the blowing out of opponents like Rutgers and Maryland and those games that they play. Well, and I also think this too, Andy, is... I'm so sick of the media talking about Ohio State not having a weakness. It's just like, oh, they've got they've got players everywhere. Every single position, they're stacked. Really? If that were true, would they be down by two touchdowns to Wisconsin if they had no weaknesses all across the board? Not one weak spot. Not Nothing. Not, really? Really? That's what I'm supposed to believe. That's obnoxious. The credit goes way too far for them. Well, that's the way they are. I mean, you know, I, I think the fact that they've been there, done that for so many years, their third straight Big Ten title, I think that all goes into the the factor of, of the voting uh, of the committee. It shouldn't, but I think it does. I, I think that you have to look at who they played this year, the schedule they play, and how they played. And they played very poorly that first half last night. They were down 21-7, and they stunk up the joint. And you couldn't tell me by watching that game, uh, if you were to ask me watch the, which team was ranked number one, you'd have to say Wisconsin. If you didn't know better, you'd think Wisconsin was the number one team. Yeah, well, hey man, I get it. Sometimes teams get out of the gate slowly, yada yada, but LSU has just played more quality opponents. In I think they've conference. been more impressive and there's no denying they were more impressive yesterday right. by a wide margin than Ohio State. So I'm really interested to see what the seeding is going to be come Tuesday. And I do want to see Ohio State play or is it LSU today? to they, shut did, them up. Do they unveil it today? Up. Is it right away where they do that? Or when did they come out with the uh, Final Four? I, oh, I think it's this afternoon. Yeah. I think it's this, I think it's this afternoon, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I tell you what, I want to see Ohio State and LSU do it on the field because I want to see them shut up those people oh, in man. Columbus. I'll tell shut you them what, up! I really. hope Joe, if that's the matchup, I hope Joe Burrow throws for 19 touchdown passes. Be great. I hope Ohio State loses 188-3. to three. That's what I hope. For, uh, check that. 188 to nothing. Why would I give Ohio State three points? I hope and, they get crushed. And, crushed. and when you talk about coaches, I mean... You got the Ryan Day at Ohio State, 
whining and crying and politicking for number one. Then you got Clemson, Dabo Sweeney, crying that we get no respect. Okay? You get the coach of Oklahoma, he, he's got one foot in Dallas to coach the Cowboys. <laughs> he doesn't even want to talk about, about talk about the Sooners, right? And they stuck up the joint in overtime to beat Baylor. And then you got Coach Eddie O, who really and truly, he's just happy to be there. Yeah. He's just happy to be there. I love it. He's just going about his business. I love Edo. Yeah. He's the best. If we do power rankings of coaches you like the most in the playoff, Edo's got to be number one. Come on. Unless you have a dog in the fight, unless you go to bed in Buckeye underwear, okay, maybe you have a different list. But if you don't have a dog in the fight, it's got to be Edo number one. I I love it. I love it. Now, the four-hour selection show starts at 12 noon Eastern today. Four-hour selection show. By the way, we have Eddie O. Eddie O has something to say. Can we hear Eddie O? Let's let's take a listen. Go ahead, coach. Proud of our football team, our coaching staff. Again, so happy for the state of Louisiana and LSU, but we said tonight, this is not our final destination. Uh, Wherever they tell us to play, whoever tells us to play next, we're going to be ready. How do you like that? that? Whoever we play, he's just happy to be there. He's happy he has a job. Here's a guy who wasn't wanted. They didn't even want him at LSU. They bounced him out of USC. The guy's been like a nomad as a coach, and now he's like one of the top coaches in the country. Think about that. I'll tell you this, Andy. (laughs) It's a joke for Ryan Day to be saying, oh, we, we should be number one after his team's performance. If anybody should be saying that, it was Ed O. Right. I'm not, I'm not saying he's wrong for not doing it. I just like his approach better than Ryan Day hitting the campaign trails after his team was down by two touchdowns against Wisconsin at halftime. Spare me, Ryan Day, please. I'm with you. you but that's... You know, that's the way they are. Now, honestly, let's go back to Oklahoma for a second. Is Riley going to be the next coach of the Dallas Cowboys? You would think that Jerry Jones wants to get a guy that he can control. And obviously, a guy like Riley, I guess, can be controlled because he'll be a, a rookie head coach in the National Football League. And, you know, people want to get a job in the National Football League to see if you could be one of the better coaches in the top of your profession. Really? Yeah, I, I don't know if he has a desire. I don't know. I'm not sure if he's going to be the guy or not. That's- I think that the major difference between coaching in college and the NFL, you have control in college. You have control. You pick your roster. You recruit kids. You could bench a kid. You you could put your foot on their throat. You yeah. could control these kids. You can't do that in the NFL. You really can't. No, you got to earn respect. We get that. But you got the NFL draft. You don't have to go to you know, a four or five star recruits parents' house and try to get the guy on board. You just draft him. You know, they just, she just comes over to the team. And you, if, in fact, the coach has that power. Well, I'm not saying every coach has that right. power. I'm just right. saying that it's not like recruiting. And that's sometimes a good, that's sometimes a bad thing. If you're a machine like Oklahoma, it's probably easier to, to get talent there and stockpile it there than it would be in the professional ranks. So it can work for you, against you. But long story short, Andy, I don't know if he has the desire to go to the NFL. We'll find out. Right. Well, I think the checkbook can make you have the desire. I mean, that that could be the the trump card. The trump yeah. card. I mean, you know, I don't know what he makes at Oklahoma. Two and a half mil, three mil, really. I mean, you talk about. Well, you know, here's the thing. I, I'm watching that Cincinnati Memphis game yesterday, and all the announcer talked about. Could this be Mike Norvell's last game at Memphis? Could it? Who cares? Who cares? And then he had the audacity after Memphis wins a tough game, a close game. He he peppered him twice in the post game interview. Is this your last game? Are you going to Florida State? Are you, talk about the game. I don't want to. It's going to come out. But we don't out. care. It's Cincinnati. 
You know, no, I'm, I'm not talking about the game. I'm talking about <laughs> the interview, the, the the actual interview. But that's that what I'm saying, Andy. On ABC. We don't care about the game. We don't, we don't well, care about Memphis, Cincinnati. That's not the story. The story would be a Power 5 program if he's going to Florida State. It'll happen. It doesn't have to happen. They let him enjoy the moment. Yeah. You know, it's like when you watch a boxing match. You know, As soon as it's over, what does the announcer go in the ring? Larry Merchant would go in the ring all the time and say, well, who do you fight next? Yeah. Not, not, not about this fight. I'm okay you know, with that. I'm what happened right in the that. third round? You know what I mean? I, I understand what you're saying if it's this happened with the World Series, you know? Team wins the World Series and the odds for the next year are immediately out. And it's like, right, can we digest right. this for a second? Exactly. Typically, I'm with you, except when it comes to a group of five championship game. Then we're talking straight. I understand about the, the nation doesn't care game, about that, that, that game. However, the game was nationally on ABC. That I get. Yeah, but we but don't care about Cincinnati. I, well, you're saying that because I live there, but it's yeah. okay. I, I get that. Yeah. But the point is this. Do your job. Let the coach breathe a little bit. Nah. Come on. Nah, well, okay, it's fine. Monster story. Gotta and, find and I'll out. tell you another thing. I think it's terrible that after, after the game is over, a big game, really, he just packs his bags and leaves. I mean, they're going to go to a he bowl He should be game. there for the bowl game. He I should think be there for the Cotton Bowl. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. But this is his last game. He probably won't be there now. I think he should be there. He should I'm see with that you. out. He should finish the season. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Brian No, Andy Furman, you want to get to it? If you're with us or if you're against us, we have Twitter. That could be the deciding factor at the No Show, NOE Show. And not the Noel Show, yeah. as Marcel calls no. it, but yeah. at the No Show, NOE Show. At Andy Furman FSR or 877 on Fox, 877-996-6369, bottom of the hour. That would be 8.30 a.m. on the East Coast. We'll get to the Sheik. The Sheik is Alex Marvez. He's Fox Sports Radio's NFL Insider. We followed up with Brian No and Noel's picks. But we're going to talk about disappointments next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, 
how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip off and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. You thought you'd never see him again. Well, we'll get to that in just about a minute. 20 past the hour. This is Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian Noah, Andy Furman. And in less than 10 minutes, you'll hear the golden tones of the Sheik. That's Alex Marvez, Fox Sports Radio's NFL insider, but right now you hear the golden tones of my partner and friend, Brian No. Isn't that correct, B? Well, with the singing? Is that what you're saying right if there? If you want to, the you chipmunks? can sing if you'd like. If- I don't think I can get that high, you know? Well, you want to give it a shot? Nah, oh, I, okay. I I could sing other stuff, but not the chipmunks. I don't think that's that's gonna work out. Great, no. You? I no, no, I can't. No. Are you getting into the season really? Oh, I bit? love Christmas time. My favorite holiday. It's favorite great, time of the year. Love Christmas. Well, the time. Christmas time is like the month of December. Really, it's not just Christmas Day. It's the entire month. Everybody kind of shuts it down. Parties and half day works and all that. It's beautiful. It really is. I kind of like this too, Andy. Real fast story here. Yeah. So I'm planning to go home in South Bend. Like I always, I always make it back for Christmas, and uh, I, I, I typically procrastinate as far as my mm-hmm. Christmas shopping until right then and there. But um, now I have an excuse to procrastinate because it doesn't make sense to buy the stuff now and travel with it. So it's, you know, like logistically, it makes more sense to say, well, I really can't yet. I'll just wait till I go home and then do my Christmas shopping. So it makes me sound like less of a procrastinator, which I like. I I like like that. It's a a good deal. It really is. And uh, I guess when you go home, you'll say hello to Mayor Pete, right? Everybody keeps asking me about Mayor Pete. I'm not a politically minded guy. I have I, no I idea what's going on with Mayor Pete. Nothing. Well, I mean, he's he's in the center fold of the, uh, the I, Democratic Party. Yeah, I know race. that much. But in terms of his policies, and uh, I couldn't pick him out. When I go to B-dubs today for the games, <laughs> if they were like, pick out Mayor Pete, he's here right now, I would have no idea. None. All right. All right. Okay. Here we go. By the way, it's coming. I told you about the blowhards from Ohio State. So uh-huh. we got a tweet from uh, Dustan22. You're so pathetic. Oh, I hope Ohio <laughs> State loses like by 19 touchdowns. Haters going to hate and love the jealousy. Well, that's for you because you said the 19 touchdowns thing. That's and right. And then we have from Dustan22 again. He says, why do you hate Ohio State so much? First of all, let me clarify this. I hate the word hate. I'm not a hater. No. Right? I dislike I have disdain for, but hate, I mean, I, I don't hate anything. I hate when I get bitten up by mosquitoes. That's what I hate. But to, to hate people and to hate objects, I, I really don't hate. I will say this. I, I get, I'm turned off very much so by the blowhards like Dustan22 who are uh-huh. Ohio State guys. I don't like Ryan Day's comments that the way we played should show why we should be number one. No. It's wrong. Maybe he said it in the heat of the battle. Maybe it didn't come down from the from the game uh, enthusiasm after the game. But he's wrong. And, and and when he says that, the people who follow Ohio State, the fans, 
follow him. They like the Pied Piper, and they agree and they love that. Look, I I, I applaud them. They got a hundred thousand plus in that stadium every Saturday, which is unbelievable. Well, it's tremendous. I just but I hate. I don't like the fans. Fine, I hate the over the top love that Ohio State has gotten this year. When people right. are when the media. There are many well-respected media members that are like, this team doesn't have a weakness. Really? They don't have one weakness. Not one. They're bulletproof yeah. at every position. Really? Are you serious right now? It's that type of stuff that I hate. It's when bad logic is running rampant. I, but I that's media that. people. But no. media people say that. Well, they're great on both sides of the ball. They're tremendous. They don't have any weakness. I hear the media people say that all the time. And if one says it, it's a copycat situation. They all say it. I just bumped it up. I don't hope they lose by 19 touchdowns. I hope they lose by 24 touchdowns. <laughs> so Ohio State is your new UCF. <laughs> it's just the media and fans are wearing me out with that team. I really do. That's it's not often that I just root for a team to lose, but when the logic has gotten so over the top, I root for them to lose. And well, Ohio State is the next one. That's, I would say this. Yeah. I, I'm not going to basically, you know, wear, wear a shirt with Ohio State on it with a universal no sign through it. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to go that crazy. And I'm not going to go, yay, when the other team scores a touchdown against Ohio oh, State. Oh, I am. No, I'm not. I'm going to tweet it, about it. I'm going to tweet oh, at wow. okay. do stand 22 Yeah, I'm going to start off with the, the eyes emoji. You know, where it's kind of like, hey, you see what's going on over here? Then I'm going to uh, hit him with the, uh, the, the, like the, how do you say it? Um, what, what, how would you describe this, Vinay? When I'm doing like this, like to the chin, the hand to the chin. The what is it? The thinking emoji. That's what I'm gonna do. Like the oh, hand no. to the chin, oh, kind of like thinker, hmm, thinker. interesting. I thought Ohio yeah. State was supposed to be bulletproof at every position. How are they down by 17 points right now in this playoff game? Hmm, kind of interesting. I'm just gonna blow up. Do stand 22 <laughs> all game. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to go that crazy, <laughs> but if they should lose, it'll be great. I'd love to see them lose, but I'm not going to root heavily that they would lose. <laughs> Are you sure? Well, If it's going to be great, unless, why, why wouldn't you root for something well, that's going to be great? Unless unless Eddie O plays. See, I want to see them play LSU. I want LSU to bury oh, them. I hope LSU. I want LSU just, and Eddie O. Because uh, you know why? After the game is over, I don't think Eddie O is going to stand on a podium and like just say, I told you so. I don't think he's that kind of a guy. I don't think he'll do it. I I don't either. I think with his team, like in the locker room at Alabama, remember that where he's like uh, – Roll Tide bleep you, right? Like, Remember yeah, when he yeah, said yeah, that? Yeah. He'll have some colorful things to say to his guy in the locker room, but I think when the microphone's in front of him, I don't think he's going to get too braggadocious. I don't see um, that. But, but yeah. what happens if Ohio State wins and Ryan Day says, I told you so. Oh, I can hear yeah. that from them. Yeah, I, could I see told that. you so. And I don't want to hear that. I mean... I, I kind of like to just go out and play the game, do it on the field, win or lose. That's it. And it says you're so pathetic. Ohio State yep. lose by 19. And Typical well, Ohio State fans. But why Nasty. are we pathetic? I, I don't I don't get it. If, if your logic, use your logic, they don't deserve to be number one on who they played all year long, their resume, and obviously the icing on the cake is the first half of the Wisconsin game yesterday. Well, and this is the thing, man, is <laughs> it's what you're rooting for. If somebody says, I'm a Notre Dame fan, if Notre Dame, like they were in the playoff last year, 
Right. If someone comes out and says, I just, I don't think they belong. I'm not a Notre Dame fan. I hope they lose by 19 touchdowns. I'm like, okay, great. That's, yeah. you, but these Ohio State fans, a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them take it so personally, so personally, where it's like, how dare you? How dare you openly root against the Buckeyes? Yeah, I am. Because the love goes way overboard. It's way over the top. I'm rooting against them. It is. It's all about the fans. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny because fans can turn you off on a team. Yes. They can. The UCF you went fans. That, you went that road, down that road with UCF. You went oh. that road with the 76er fans in the playoffs. Remember? In the NBA. What were the Sixer fans doing? The Sixer fans, I mean, some guy said they were going to win it all in the first round. Oh, so, remember that oh, deal? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. was, yeah, come He's on. He's wearing now. a 76 of pajamas. I mean, yeah. it's, it's yeah. crazy. No. I, look, I, I think fans are great. You know, fans, fans make sports go, but basically fans are short for fanatics. And some of these people, they, they live in a cocoon. Yeah, they know. live in a cocoon. They, they can't get out of it. I mean, look look at the big picture. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And you know what? I'm with you. I hope Ohio State loses. We'll you know? see. Yeah, whatever. I, I don't know. What could I tell you? You know, all I know is this. The Sheik is coming up next. You're Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. We have a Twitter account. If uh, DuStan22 wants to go on Twitter with us, have a Twitter war, I'm game. At The No Show. At Andy Furman FSR. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. But how confident are the champs? The Sheik has the answer for you next, but first to our champ, Brian Fenley, with the latest. Thank you so much, and it is week 14 in the NFL, and according to NFL Network, the Carolina Panthers are open to trading quarterback Cam Newton only if they get a good value for him in return. Browns wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. will have to have surgery after the season because of a nagging sports hernia injury. Raiders running back Josh Jacobs is going to battle through a shoulder injury in play today. He's a game-time decision. And Broncos linebacker Von Miller has a good shot as he pushes through a knee issue and hopes to see the field today. Patriots wide receivers Julian Edelman, Mohamed Sanu, despite injuries, are on track to suiting up today. Vikings wide receiver Adam Thielen will miss today with a hamstring problem. The college football playoff pairings come out later in this day. And yesterday, number one Ohio State skewers eighth-ranked Wisconsin 34-21 to claim the Big Ten championship. Third-ranked Clemson body bags number 23 Virginia 62-17 ACC title on stake there number 2 LSU punctures number 4 Georgia 37 to 10 in the SEC championship and of course Oklahoma holding on against Baylor in overtime 30 to 23 to win the Big 12 championship now Andy dad I know what I want for Christmas I want cargo shorts just so I can be like you and Mike Leach yeah, so for the pockets. Yeah, yeah. You always have pockets. You, I, I don't understand those nylon shorts. You know, you jog around and your stuff flaps all over the place. I, you know, I've never liked those. How many pairs of cargo shorts do you have? Uh, difficult to say because now it's gotten to where they, you know, they'll give them to me, or Nike will say, "Here, check these ones out," type of thing. Yeah. Wait a minute. What was the last time Mike Leach jogged? I mean, come on. <laughs> when was the last time Mike Leach jogged? Please. I don't know. That was a very vivid image of Mike Leach in cargo shorts that I could not erase from my I mind. I love cargo shorts. Do you? I love Mike Leach. Yeah. And I love Mike Leach. Oh, I love Mike Leach. He's I the do best. I do, too. Yes, he is. Back and so are you. Oh. My boy. Yes, you are. I can't wait to meet you one time, Daddy. All right. We'll have lunch together later, okay? Yeah, sounds good. Sounds great. All right. Have a great day. You too.
We move on. Alex Marvez coming right up. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. And by the way, welcome back, everybody, to the Fox Sports Radio Studios. We're brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. And now we have Brian No and Noah's picks in about 10 minutes. But to the Fox Sports Celebrity Hotline, he's the Sheik. He's the NFL maven. He's Alex Marvez with Brian No and Andy Furman. Hello, Sheik. How are you? Good morning. Doing fantastic. Big week 14 of the NFL season, especially when it comes to playoff seeding. And, you know, who's going to end up where? Who's going to be hosting some games? Who's going to have to go on the road? There you go. Well, the Patriots are hosting the Chiefs today. And the question has to be, after that loss to the Texans, how confident now are these Patriots? You know, it's so funny. Doesn't this remind you of week 14 of the 2014 season? Or week 4 of the 2014 season? And I say that. The Patriots went out, they got rolled over by Kansas City at Arrowhead Stadium, and everyone's writing them off, right? Tom Brady, is he done? Should they be playing Jimmy Garoppolo? All these things, and yet the Patriots the next week come out, they crush the Cincinnati Bengals, and end up going on doing their job, if you remember that mantra, do your job and win Super Bowl Forty Nine. Well, you sort of get that same feeling with this Patriots team teetering a little bit right now after that loss to the Houston Texans. And if they lose to Kansas City, they're going to be the same question surrounding this team. In fact, you know, the Patriots, depending upon how Baltimore fares today and the Houston Texans fare today, they could even be in danger potentially of being a three or four seed at some point. So all that being said, this is a big game for the Patriots. I mean, look, they're a team that obviously relies on their defense right now, right? And they just don't have any answers on offense. They don't run the football very effectively. The wide receivers can't get separation. Teams know just cover Julian Edelman, and you pretty much limit this offense. And the Chiefs defense has been playing better as of late. But until New England is absolutely dead and buried, and for an extended period of time, I'm not talking any resurrections as well either, and I'm not trying to be sacrilegious, but we've been kicking dirt on the Patriots, whatever they, they you know, limp a little bit for a long time, but is this the year that they finally fall short and the Brady-Belichick era comes to an end? You mentioned playoff seeding, Alex, and that's where I want to go. How about in the NFC? You've got the 49ers as a five seed right now at 10-2, and two. <laughs> the Cowboys as a four seed at 6-7 and seven just because they're leading their division. I have hated this for years and years. Do you think that it will change sometime in the near future where a division winner doesn't get that home playoff game on top? Zero chance, and don't shoot the messenger out there. But the reason is that the owners aren't interested in that. They want the division to mean something. Remember, they've got to pedal division games to their season ticket holders, and they need to have rivalries. And if you diminish the importance of winning the division in their minds and, and what comes with it, which is getting that home field advantage, then you know, that's not a mess on the direction they want to go in. And listen, we've had this before. We've had 11-5 and five teams miss the playoffs. The 2008 Patriots, for example, go 11-5. and five. Yet we have a team, I believe it was the 8-8 eight eight Chargers, that made the playoffs that year. You know, I mean, and that's a three-game discrepancy in a 16-game season. That's huge. So, yeah, I, I totally get where you're coming from. I know fans feel that way, but the owners just have no desire to change. And what they ultimately figure is that it all evens out. In the end, and listen, if you're a team, by the way, too, with the way the road teams are playing this year, you know, would you feel pretty good about, you know, a number five 49ers team headed to play the Dallas Cowboys right now or the Philadelphia Eagles or maybe even the Washington Redskins? Because if they win out, who's to say they can't win this division at seven and nine? So, again, I'm not going to cry for the 49ers, but I understand totally where you're coming from. Yeah, didn't Seattle make the playoffs at seven and nine one year? Yeah. They did in 2010, and we yeah. had the Carolina Panthers at right. seven, eight, and one back in 2014. Yeah. 
There you go. Let's talk about the Buffalo Bills for a second. They beat the Cowboys, but in my heart of hearts, that win doesn't mean as much now. The cloud is gone because the Cowboys now are on their second three-loss run. But the question is, can the Bills' defense stop those Ravens today? Yeah, or can they keep up with them on the scoreboard? I mean, you know, what what you're talking about here is a piece of NFL history. And I'm not joking when I say this. No two quarterbacks have combined for more rushing yards entering a game in the 100-year history of the NFL than Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. 1,407 rushing yards combined between those two guys. And with the wind gusts potentially up to 40 miles an hour today, it's going to be a very blustery day in Buffalo. I think you're going to see these guys running again and, and you know, all, all hell breaking loose. It should be interesting. I think Buffalo, though, you know, look, has no one has really stopped this Ravens team. Baltimore is a very smallish, I'm sorry, Buffalo rather has a very smallish defensive line in terms of the interior. Ed Oliver's about 290, not big run-stuffing type of guy. You know, he helps lead the charge there. So I think that, you know, Baltimore should have some success on the ground. The question is, how does the weather affect this game? Two, are the Ravens in a trap game mode? And, I'm, you know, that's the whole thing. Everyone's, you know, kissing their tuchus after what they did against the San Francisco 49ers and Lamar Jackson MVP, et cetera. Are they due for a letdown game after winning eight straight? And this may be that one against Buffalo. And you're right about that Cowboys victory. It's funny, when, when Green Bay beat Dallas earlier in the season, we thought, wow, the Packers have arrived. But then sometimes you look back about six, eight weeks later, and you realize, right. no, not so much. This team was overrated. And, yeah, that's one of the Dallas Cowboys. And I'm guilty of it. Very big overrated. All right, Alex. We've got the Niners against Houdat today. Sexy matchup. Multiple choice question for you. Okay, follow me on this one. You've got... The Niners offense, Saints defense, Saints offense, Niners defense. Which unit do you expect to be the best today? I think the Saints defense. I really do. I mean, this is this. It's funny because New Orleans is now being known just as much as for their defense as it is their offense. And one thing that their offense can do against San Francisco's defense, if you notice the tar- the way that New Orleans is running their system this year, and I don't know if it's because Drew Brees is his arm is just he's, he's forty years old and he doesn't throw as far as he once did, or because of the thumb injury he suffered earlier this season. But the same was true with Teddy Bridgewater. It's a very conservative offense in terms of taking deep shots downfield. It's a lot of dink and dunk. And then what's happened though is that Saints. You know, receiving targets have been able to shake blocks, and they do a fantastic job gaining yards once the football is in their hands. So Sean Payton is able to scheme to get him up in the space. But I mention this because San Francisco's pass rush, the strength of it is being able to affect quarterbacks in the pocket. And if you can get rid of the football quickly, well, that, that neutralizes that pass rush. So I just think the Saints defense is really special. be interesting for this 49ers team. You know, be know they've lost both of their games on the final play by a field goal. I mean, that, that's pretty darn good for a 10-2 and two type squad, but they could find themselves, again, falling, you know, perilously behind the Seattle Seahawks if the Seahawks win tonight in Los Angeles against the Rams and the, and the 49ers lose today to the Saints. They'd be a full game behind, and already uh, the Seahawks have that tiebreaker edge from beating them in overtime. All right, Sheik, here's a statement that you could take to the bank. The Tennessee Titans could be dangerous in the playoffs if they get there. If they get to the playoffs, they're, but they're five and one since Ryan Tannehill started a quarterback. You don't hear much about that. No, you don't. And listen, the team has also averaged twenty nine point seven yards per uh, point. I'm sorry, twenty nine point seven points per game. So I mean, they're they're putting up numbers. Their defense is coming on strong. Harold Landry uh, has stacked in five straight games. So I mean, he, he's someone to reckon with now as far as a pass rush force. And you know, big thing too for the Oakland Raiders, Josh Jacobs, a broken shoulder blade. Ouch. So apparently he's going to try to play, but the situation hasn't gotten any better for him. It's been something he's been dealing with for a couple of weeks. If he's not able to play, they're already down a right tackle in, in Trent Brown, 
and they got Brandon Parker starting, and that could be a little bit of a turnstile situation for the Oakland Raiders. One other thing to note on the Raiders, and you talk about the bottom falling out quickly, they have lost consecutive games by 30 or more points for the second time in franchise history. They had to go all the way back to 1961. It's the first time that it's happened in the NFL since the 1975 Cleveland Browns. Ouch. I mean, this team is not playing very well, and I don't, I don't know where it all went. I know Tyrell Williams, and right now he's the leading receiver for Oakland with 889 yards. That's tied for 52nd among NFL wide receivers. So I think teams have figured some things out. How to stop the Raiders right now? Their defense is, is okay. It's good, not great. And uh, you're right about Tennessee, though. But right now they're on the outside looking in. They're a seven seed compared to Pittsburgh sitting there at number six. Uh, we got to close strongly here, Alex. And I think the question on the minds of America is. How well will Nick Fools fare today against the I Chargers? I was waiting. I was huh? waiting for this. I was waiting for this. So you figure Gardner Minshew gets hurt, or they, they continue to have directly offense at halftime. And Wait then a minute. He's not to, starting. He, Nick Fools isn't starting. He's been benched for a sixth round. What? Stunning. I know. At two, Brute for uh, John Filippo, who decided when Nick Fools came back into the offense, hey, why don't we start passing the ball all the time and get away from Leonard Fournette? Brilliant. This Jaguars team is an absolute mess. They can't stop anyone on the ground. Nick Foles, of course, you know, he was horrible last week. Absolutely dreadful. Started off the game with a turnover. The Tampa Bay turned into a touchdown. I mean, they had nothing going with him. So now we turn to Gardner Minshew, and the Jags are on the hook for Nick Foles next year. Unless they're able to strike some sort of Brock Osweiler type of trade where they've agreed to pick up a large amount of salary uh, to continue to pay him. I mean, they're on, they're on the hook for him. And, you know, we don't know who's going to be coaching in Jacksonville next year, what this administration is, but they've already sunk, I believe, his entire 2020 salary is guaranteed in Jacksonville. Wow. So all that being said, this is a bit of a mess. Maybe they could have Minshew and Foles, you know, play it out. But one thing that you know about Nick Foles, the guy who's been a backup for a lot of his career, and, and you know, he'll be a good teammate. This mm-hmm. isn't a guy who's going to be, you know, divisive or derisive rather in the locker room or complain or ask for his way out if he's not starting. You know, I mean, he's going to do his job. He's going to get paid, but what a mess for the Jaguars. I mean, listen, he ain't the only problem there. There's a lot of issues in Jacksonville. Way to kick a guy when he's down. You know, my I love Brian No, but you know what? He's dumping on UCF. He's dumping on Ohio State. He dumps on Nick Foles. You know, that's why I'm here to bring the sunshine to this show. That's why I'm here. I tell you what. Think about, think, about what think about that statement right there. What you just said. Oh, my oh. God. Oh, I'm sorry. You have a great day, Sheik. We'll talk to you next week. Enjoy the games. Mazel, mazel. Thank you, gentlemen. Mazel, mazel. That's Alex Marvez. He's the maven of the NFL. Get him on Twitter, at Alex Marvez. Brian No, Andy Furman. Together we call it Fox Football Sunday. And sometimes working out can create major problems. That's next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Nose picks coming right up about 12 minutes before the top of the hour on Fox Sports Radio. This is Brian No and Andy Furman. Together called it. Fox Football Sunday. By the way, at the top of the hour, which will be 9 a.m. on the East Coast, Mike Harmon and Will Blackman will join you. Get them on iHeartRadio. Get the iHeartRadio app, Sirius XM Channel 83, and of course, on many of these same Fox Sports Radio affiliates. And you want to hear something amazing? Let me tell you this. Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year of automatically. With no limit to how much will match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back matched. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cash back match. Now, nose picks. Let's do it. Are you ready for it? Sparky, here's the deal. Are you in desperate need of gambling insight? Do not fear, for Brian No is here. 
And now the time has come for Nose Picks. All right, Andy Furman, I was one and two last week, but I blame my friend Bake in Portland. He tweeted me and said, three and a half is not enough, Brian. Hashtag Patriots at Texans. And I went with the Patriots minus three and a half because I'm a man of the people. And I lost. I went down in flames. I'm no longer a man of the people. All right. These are selfishly my own picks here, Andy Furman. We'll see how I fare this week. I'm taking the Falcons. That's right. Minus three and a half. Hosting Carolina. Carolina just fired Ron Rivera. The Falcons blew the Doors off of the Panthers the first game. Remember that was like 29 to 3? Yeah. Now they're at home. You have no Greg Olson for the Panthers. Julio Jones is good to go. I got the Panthers cover. I've got the Falcons covering the three and a half against the Panthers. You good with that? I like that. You like, like that. that? Okay. I'm what going. Do I know. Yeah. Well, hey, we'll find out. I'm going with who that? I'm going with the Saints minus two against the Niners. I think the Saints defense is going to hold the Niners running game in relative check and I don't trust Jimmy G if he needs to do more no, on that. the road yeah. I'm going to lay the two and go with the Saints yeah. you're good Jimmy with that G's too? Jimmy G sloppy yes yeah. Jimmy G could be sloppy good with that I like that I am also now that the Jags have a competent quarterback under center and they kicked Nick Fools to the <laughs> curb and he's holding the clipboard which is where he belongs I'm going with the Jags plus three against the Chargers who can't get out of their own way I'm riding that Minshew mania what do you think about that? Yeah, and the Chargers are a mess, but you know what? I love Phillip Rivers. I just like the guy. And just It's a pity he hey. hasn't tasted and He can't hey. get to the mountain. Can't get to the mountain. It's the same guy who's thrown, what, six interceptions the last couple of weeks? Oh. Or maybe even worse than that. I'm getting them mixed up. The Chiefs have six interceptions the last couple of weeks. Phillip Rivers had, gosh, like seven interceptions over a couple of games through four against the Chiefs. Bad. So I'm going with the Jags. All right, Andy. Sorry to be so talkative. It's your time to take over, man. What do you have for us? I got got a story about the NFL correspondent and Fox Sports podcaster host, Jane Slater. Jane Slater. She says she caught her ex cheating after their shared Fitbit app showed a sudden giant bump in his heart rate and physical activity activity at four in the morning. How do you like that? <laughs> Slater said she loved the Fitbit the former boyfriend gave her for Christmas, but the gift backfired in a big way and she saw the thing spike at 4 a.m. and he wasn't home. How do you like that? No kidding. That's great, isn't it? Busted it really is. by the Fitbit. The Fitbit bust. I wonder if he tried to play it off and say, no, 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 I, I was exercising. I just yeah. go out for a jog. You know, it's I'm not doing anything sketchy She at said all. she was wow. so worried about him not being at home, she was thinking of calling the police. Man, that is crazy I right there. I love it. I love okay, it. Okay, I got a couple of stories for you. We have time here, Andy. Yeah. Josh Allen, the quarterback of the Bills, he mm-hmm. says the Ravens-Bills game today is not a huge game. Well, he's nuts. He said he wouldn't consider it a huge game and was basically trying to say, like, it's another game. I'm not trying to build this up into a bigger game than it is. That's where he's coming from. If you think about it along those lines, makes a little bit more sense. But this is a huge game for the Bills today. There's no doubt about that. Right. And also, how about this? I hope that you agree with this, Andy. And no (laughs) problem if you don't. But these halftime challenges for the conference championship games – the Dr. Pepper tuition oh, giveaway. Oh. I cannot stand oh. when they throw a basketball chest pass 
through the opening there of the Dr. Pepper bottle? Uh, I could live without that, believe me. It's awful. You and the, gotta... kid, the kid from Alaska last night was crying. Thank you, Dude, Dr. Pepper. I'm, I'm cool you. with that. I'm all right with crying. It's tears. It's a lot oh, of cash. come on. But you got to move it back to 10 yards or outlaw. Outlaw the basketball push pass. we got to throw a ball like a regular football over here. Obnoxious. There you go. I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you, B. Nice. nice. All right. Until next week, stay tuned for Mike Harmon, our guy right here on Fox Sports Radio. Have a good one, everybody. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.